Live from on top of an original Xbox, it's Super Gamecast 2. I am your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by my lovely co-host, Aaron Reynolds. Woo! The awesome... (laughs) The awesome (laughs) Mr. Jesse Pewitt. This is the part where you say, hey, I'm Jesse Pewitt. Oh, hello, I'm Jesse Pewitt. (laughs) Our mod mommy, a Emily Hulslander. And special guest to join us for talking about 20 years of Xbox, nicest man in Canada, a Sean Capri. I'm a little tardy, but I've got my drinks. I've got mom brand, you guys. I've got my coffee. I'm ready to go. The kids are with with the mom right now, and I'm ready to just hang out and talk about every single one of the years of Xbox. Yes. This is amazing. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, three of us, I feel, have a really comprehensive history with Xbox. Two of us have, one of us has no history, basically, and then one of us has, like, history with early Xbox, it seems. Who who has no history? I was going to say this is like a game. Like, who's who? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Emily, you're going to have em- a Emily blast. got her first Xbox last year. So, oh, so. you're in for a trip. All right. I mean... Uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We'll get you caught up. Yeah, no, this this will this will be like a must-play for each Exactly. <laughs> so oh, uh, let's get cracking with... Uh, that thing launched in 2001. Uh, you know, it's it'll be 21 later this year. Uh, Good God. We missed the actual anniversary because I was in the hospital and then we had scheduling conflicts. Um, Fucking so, selfish-ass Bronson spending time in the hospital when we I, should be doing shows. I know. So, new. I know. I even God. did one show from the hospital. You did. You did call in <laughs> while we were doing that. That was great. Uh, um, Good God. Yeah, nothing says fun like being hooked up to oxygen doing a podcast. <laughs> God. <laughs> but uh hey, you're here. Let's talk some Xbox. Yeah, so did anyone get this thing at launch? Like does that do you remember your feelings about it around the launch of it? I was completely in the dark uh when Xbox came out cuz Xbox was when I first started like my journey towards being on time and like being aware of the gaming landscape. Uh so before then I was very much Deep in my N64, I was in the dark times. Uh, it would be a year or two before I went over to a friend's house, and they're like, "Check out Halo," and you're like, "Fuck, what?" And so, no, I was in the dark for a while. What about you guys? I knew of its existence. Like, I I, I knew it existed, but I was just like, "Who cares?" Because <laughs> PlayStation and Nintendo, like, especially because like back then I was like such a hardcore Nintendo stand. Like, I had a Nintendo Power subscription. Like, I played mm. everything. Like, I was so excited for the launch of the GameCube. I was like, what's... Why would anyone buy a console from Microsoft? Were you aware of the games that were coming at launch for Xbox, and did you no. care a bit about any of them? Not not at all. I didn't know about... Okay. I was just like, what? Why? Who cares? <laughs> PS2, I kind of understood why you would care. This thing was like, whatever. Oh, uh, PS2, yeah. I, I could see that. Um, um, what, what about you, Jesse? Uh, no, I didn't I didn't really know a whole lot about it. Uh, I knew about Halo because I had been following it when it was an RTS. Oh, uh, wow. When oh. Halo was going to be an RTS, I was, I was reading about it in magazines and stuff because it was from the guys that made the Myth RTS series, which was like one mm-hmm. of the only RTS series on the 
on the Mac. Uh, so I was pretty excited for that. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be an FPS. And I was like, well, I'm done. And then uh, <laughs> I went to a friend's house later who had Halo and Dead or Alive 3. Uh, and that was kind of what sold me on on the console. Dead or Alive 3 was a big selling point for me, actually, funnily enough. Sure, I like, believe that, that. That was one that got that, like, uh, you know, like that, that was a big factor for me. Um, and then, uh, Sean, you, you with the OG Xbox, did, what, yeah. what was your history? Well, this might surprise you guys. I was not there on day one, but like we weren't really a console family back in the day. Um, I, I mooched everything off of my neighbors. They had everything. So my parents <laughs> were like, why do we spend money on this stuff? Just send the kids over there and they can play everything there. Yep. So definitely not like a day one type of family. We got we got the Dreamcast somewhere between when it launched and shortly after where it got canceled. And that was our actually first introduction to consoles in the house where my brother and I realized, oh, snap, we've been working for a long time and we've been saving up money. Why don't we just buy this instead of waiting for our parents? So it was a very empowering kind of alteration in our in our journey. And then the Xbox came out, and we really just had to, like, scrape our pennies together because that thing was pricey, man. I was introduced mm. to it at a friend's house, showed me the Halo thing, like, very typical, I think, introduction to Xbox. And because we were a PC family, like, our parents got us the, the home computer for homework that we slowly but surely, like, added a graphics card to. And even earlier than that, an actual sound card, we had to add that back in the the day and um, we got really into gaming that way so to the point earlier about like microsoft's making a console who cares i cared a lot because i was playing a lot of, of pc games and back in those days like everything was a real-time strategy game so it's really not surprising that this this game halo had a history there too because like there were a trillion real-time strategy games now but now we think about like battle royale is kind of flooding the market that yep. was RTS back then. So yeah, once I realized that I could get my hands on it with some money and Halo was a was a huge amount of fun, like I was really all over it because this was a this was my solution to spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars every couple of years on graphics cards for PC. So it was perfect for me. Back then the PC market moved a lot faster than it does now. Like, yes, the the like the, oh, yeah. the old myth of like, oh, you need a graphics card every other year. Like back then that shit was true. It's <laughs> so true. Yep. Mm. So no, so I remember I didn't really want to buy one though, because we had a really good computer in the house. Mm -hmm. What finally caved on me saving up to get one, or wine started saving up to get one, is when they did the Halo 2 trailer. And they said, okay, this one isn't coming to PC like the first Halo is. And I was just mm. like, crap, I need to buy this thing. Yeah. <laughs> because I got really into Halo on the PC. Um, and I actually ended up not having to save for it because of unfortunate circumstances that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, because So my mother would get in a car wreck um, and get like, like a, a messed up shoulder. And she would win a lawsuit off of that, a whole bunch of money. Uh, but with some of that money, she wanted to do something nice for my dad uh, and then something nice for me. And, like, this was, like, late wow. 03, early 04, so pretty late into the original Xbox's life. And she's like, here's, like, $300. Go do what you want with it. And, like, <laughs> I bought, like, an original Xbox and four games and an extra controller. And I was, like, super deep in it. What were the games? Uh, Dead or Alive 3. Okay. Uh, Halo 1. Mm -hmm. Project Gotham Racing 2. Nice. And uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Yep. That's a good four. Yep. Good list. Mm -hmm. Good pick. 
Yeah. So uh, no, I got some. Shout out to your mom. Yeah. No doubt. No, my mom super cool, super super cool with that. Um. So yeah. Uh. So we uh. So all right. That's everyone's history. So Xbox Live launches in O two. I definitely was not there for that. Uh, I don't think mm. anyone here was. No, I was. I was. I I was there for launch, man. And we had to get a router for the house, man. Like we had to understand. I, you have to really. I'm an old man, you guys. You have to really understand like what we had to do because we didn't have like parents who knew anything about this stuff, or at least I didn't. Like you have to learn how to network your damn house, dude. Like we were coming off a of dial-up internet into high-speed stuff, and you couldn't just like plug it all in. Like you really needed to figure it all out. So that was like me getting into, which I was in PC land anyways. I learned how to like you know even just put a graphics card in and have that running, installing drivers. I had been learning about stuff for so long, and Xbox Live is like to me so special because it was a catalyst for that. And things that I do even now harken back to getting things set up for. For Xbox Live and my original gamer tag, which I will absolutely not share here today. I still have my original gamer tag. Um, that's sweet, man. That's awesome. That's incredible, right? Um, I did not screw up when I made that thing, which is even weirder because it was a suggestion from Microsoft. I was going to say it was a suggestion, even like you weren't even that wasn't intentional. It was just here you go, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so. I didn't know, so I loved Xbox Live and thought it was a huge jump over actually what I was doing on PC. Because if you remember PC at the time, Steam oh, yeah. like existed, but it kind of sucked. Hardly. Oh, it was not good. Like, yeah. Everyone got super pissed off when the Half Life Two was locked only to Steam. Mm-hmm. People were big mad about that. <laughs> and uh, what ends up happening for me is like my birthday was like a month before Halo Two came out. Uh, mm which my birthday is October 14th. Game was launching November uh, 9th. And I got some birthday money, and I spent it on an Xbox Live kit. Uh, you know, the headset and the three months and, you know, everything. Yeah, man. Those damn microphones that, for me, at least seem to break every three months. Um, <laughs> seriously, that little clip just snap every time. Great. Eventually. Um, so... But what ends up happening is uh, I get Xbox Live and I'm playing like Dead or Alive Ultimate and I'm playing uh, Halo 2 and just the the fact that like cross game friend invites, be able to message friends across most games, like all this stuff that we really take for granted now was like kind of mind blowing at the time. The party right. sort of chat kind of nature of it, like all those, like those are very mm-hmm. like even advanced things now. You have to remember they did... um. Quake just did a whole bunch of like re-releases. They did they redid the first one, and then you could play. I think Quake Two, and and if you go back to some of those other games, you remember instantly. This was on the PC side, like what matchmaking was like, or didn't it didn't even exist in some cases. Like jumping into a game was terrible. Like you load up a list of lobbies, and you're like, what server am I gonna be on? And like the filters you had to do, it was basically a spreadsheet that you were gonna jump into to play your games, and like that's what we were coming from in PC land, like game spy and stuff like that. Oh God, not a good experience. I, not user friendly. I remember like everyone I knew personally, like had X fire installed. Cause yes, it managed, yeah. like some of that mm-hmm. nonsense. So like just having this set friends list across all games was such a big deal. And then like, you know, I'm jumping ahead a little bit but on the 360 when 360 added party chat. Oh my God. Mm-hmm biggest goddamn deal in the world um only only to take it away launching xbox one but again <laughs> maybe jumping, <laughs> jumping ahead. Like, it's so advanced so, like we gotta take it away it's too oh, good god 
Mm-hmm. Too good. You you don't deserve it yet. <laughs> Man. Um. So so yeah, like uh, 2002 hits. Uh, Xbox Live hits. Launches with Mech Assault, which I actually never played the first Mech Assault, but I love the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like that and Rainbow Six are the first Xbox Live games. Uh, what was everyone's like first Xbox Live game? Oof. Uh, I was never able to join for the original Xbox Live because I was a big dummy as a kid. Like I plug plug in internet. Like what? I who? Like, <laughs> I didn't. That... I did I never touched any of that until I got my 360. So. So for you, wasn't it like Gears? I believe it was Gears. Yeah, it was all 360, which yeah. is the yeah. closest the closest I ever got to what trying to get online in the old times was like, because that was you had to pick from like a list of of games that, uh, mm-hmm. trying to fill in. But like that was not even close to what it was. So I love looking just for the logo on the box, like on the on the cartridge, like uh, on the the packaging, it was like Xbox Live enabled. Like it was so early 2000s like the design everything very extreme and stuff just, um, just yeah. very like that orange streak that black background the orange yeah uh-huh. totally the swoosh mm-hmm. yeah like that that's um and you were always like excited when you saw that though like yep. it, it, it worked mm-hmm. it hella yep. worked real good it was like rumble pack enabled on 64 like you were looking for you were looking for this little extra feature yeah. you play online with your friends yeah um yeah no so i remember what was my first time i want to say it was Dead or Alive Ultimate. Oh wow! Like that all right, was, yeah. Which? How was that? Yeah, it was real interesting <laughs> getting introduced yeah. to how good people were at fighting games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sure. Uh, like just, I got them hands real good at first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just got a little taste of the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because you're good. You're good in your friend group, right? And then you're like, oh well. I'll try this online thing. That's cool. I can play with this guy across the country. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, it, that actually led to me getting, like, stupid good at Dead or Alive, though. Because I ended up playing right. constantly. Like, I got to double S ranking in Ultimate and 4. Um, and, like, just played it nonstop. Um, what, what about uh, you, uh, Sean? You, you were there on the at the start, so what was your first Xbox Live game? Yeah, it had to be. And the first one wasn't the most significant one for me, actually. It was probably I probably jumped into Halo at some point right at the start. But, like, the most significant, like, Xbox Live game for me was Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront oh, 1 and 2 were just, like, yeah. that's where I spent most of my time, actually, um, just over and over and over again. I was just scrubbing through the list of games too. I'm like, I eventually got onto NHL, but I don't think that was onto through 360. But Star Wars Battlefront, like I was, I was one of the people who was really excited to see it coming back because I had so much history um, in the in the original Xbox games for sure. Okay, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, ba- I'm glad you said Battlefront two and clarified because I'm like, oh, I'm sorry because I had Battlefront one on the. Resilience box at well, and it was so janky. Like, Whatever, man. I love care, man. that we, game. Absolutely. Like, we were playing Goldeneye a couple years before. Like, yeah, it didn't that's matter, true. Man, right? That is true. Exactly. True. But also, a couple yeah, years before, was I was also playing. World. Sorry. Oh, but also, a couple years before, I was also playing Unreal Tournament. So. Same here, sure. You know, you know, like, you know, it's. Like, I remember that game having some serious internet connection issues, but, like, once, so once everything got sorted, it was really good. It was yeah, really... it is. It's it's hard to describe like the lens that we looked at games through back then. At least for me, like I just like mostly happy just to play, um, and especially <laughs> sure. coming in like Xbox Live was you had to have broadband internet. So I was coming off of like 
a 28-8 connection on my PC trying to play like Quake 3 or whatever it was. Um, you know, there's not a good experience. So it was instantly better from that perspective. And if you had a bad experience, you just jump off and play couch co-op or whatever. Like these are back in the right. years for yeah. me where I actually had people next to me. But, so there's yeah. that too. Before the plague happened. And exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, real quick, a bunch of comments on the chat that I have not caught. Uh, Braves B says casual crashers for me, I think. Uh, yeah. And honestly, I've never ever played an Xbox game before. I haven't even touched a controller before. Oh, we gotta change that, Jose. Like any <laughs> Xbox? Yeah. What was your first Xbox Live game? It doesn't have to be an original Xbox. Um, I so I actually remember you want to that that never touched an Xbox game before is funny to me because. I was watching that Xbox documentary they put out with my roommate, the um, the Power On, mm-hmm, yep. and they get to the part where they show the original Xbox, and she's like, that's an original Xbox? I'm like, yeah. Like, confused. And she's like, oh, I've never <laughs> seen one before until now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, wow, okay. All oh, right. Lordy. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, it wasn't really, like... Once again, like Sean said, it was a really weird time. You have this, like, we were just happy to play online and with our friends and have everything working and being, like, good games. You know, like, and, and I remember... I will say, I wasn't really friends with any... Like, I didn't use friends list, like, at all um, back in the day. Like, I just, like, went on to, like, play other people. Like, and that's why Battlefront really stood out to me, because I didn't need to, like, link up with somebody else and go, we're going to play at this time. I'm just going to fire up a game and play against a bunch of strangers. I mm-hmm. didn't do that until Halo 2, and I made a bunch of friends with strangers on the internet in Halo 2. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you would play someone, and because everyone was on voice chat on that game, sometimes for the wrong reasons, uh, you would, like, meet people who were really cool or had a really cool screen name, and you'd chat with them. And, like, I went to Halo Fest in 2011 with someone I did not meet in person. That's in, awesome. Like, yeah, like, I was like, hey, do you want to share a room at Halo Fest? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll see you in Seattle. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, like it, it, it had this like cross country bonding effect. Um, yeah, Aaron, can I have you take over the show for one quick minute? Uh, diuretics have to use the restroom. Sorry. Everybody. Oh God! All right, go for it, man. Yeah. God, where were we at? Xbox Live. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Jesse, did you ever have much experience with Xbox Live? I forgot if we asked that already. Yeah, uh, it was probably with, with Dead or Alive. Um, Dead or Alive. Yeah, so my my dad actually was the, the reason we got Xbox Live, and then he realized you had to get broadband for it. So mm-hmm. uh, the next next day we had cable internet, uh, and then we... <laughs> start... Wow. So that was, that was a big upgrade. It's <laughs> pretty <All right>. good. <laughs> what was so, the connection uh, like then uh, to play um, fighting games? Uh, you know, looking back at it, like at the time, I thought it was fantastic. Okay. Uh, and looking back at it now, though, like Jesus, uh, I don't even know how I could have done or anybody could have done any of the things that you can do, like in rollback, uh, netcode right. now for fighting games. It's crazy. Uh, um, but it was okay. it was it was pretty bad. Okay. All right. But if you if you didn't care at the time, then whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot like Sean had said at the time, I was just happy to be playing games online oh, totally. with other people. Like none of my friends had an Xbox, so I didn't use the friends list function either. 
that's so man, was, I didn't even put that together. I'm like, why didn't I do that? Because yeah, no, none of my friends yeah. had an Xbox. That's exactly it in right. real life. Yeah, no, nobody had one, so I would just go online and play randos, uh, and I was just happy to be playing games online with other people and like for fighting games especially, just being able to get that gauge of skill of like where yeah. you're at um, was was huge, even if they were more often than not reality checks. Uh, here's a question I have for everyone. Uh, of this generation of Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube, uh, at what point did you get your Xbox? Was it first, second, or third? Only. I never had only. the other ones. This is my only one. I looked at that Ooh. GameCube, and I, I did the very stereotypical thing. Like, this was high school for me, so it did the very, like, oh, that is for kids. Like, it's a lunchbox, a controller. Like, I just, I, I remember a friend of mine had one. He was playing Madden on it and, it, and it literally didn't make any sense in my brain why he wouldn't have an Xbox to play Madden on if he was playing Madden on his GameCube. But for him, he, he was all about it, man. And I don't mean to spread hate about GameCube. It was just where I was no. at in my life at the time. Um, come to, you know, learn that a lot of those games came to Wii, which is where I returned back to Nintendo, but that's another show. But yeah, right. Xbox was it for me. And like... Things are so different for me now, too. Like, even just looking at my background, like, I just indulge in all the things. And it's ridiculous. That is such a far cry for where it was when I was growing up. Like, you had the one thing and you were grateful for it. You had the Duke until the Duke broke. And then maybe you got the S controller. Like, the the, the fact of, like, having a, a console that sits around and gathers dust was like, that would have been a sin in our house. So it was like, you had the one thing and that was that was it for me, for sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and the, the the name has been uttered, so I have to profess my allegiance to the Duke controller. I think that that thing fit my hands at the time when I was like it 12. Really? <laughs> I don't care what people say about the Duke. I love it. Uh, I want to get a new Duke to make sure to make sure that my allegiance is true. I'm very afraid if I if I pay whatever fifty sixty dollars or whatever and get it in my hands, I go. Oh no! Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, so I think the newer ones have uh, like LBRB buttons that also function as the black and white buttons. That'd be helpful. Yeah. And if that's the case, then it's not a, a huge a deal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I stuck with the Duke, and then uh, I actually, you know, I know we're getting a little off topic, but I, uh, I was a big believer in like weird Mad Cats offshoots for my mm. Xbox controllers. Uh, I had one that uh, Bronson teases me about whenever I bring it up, but it's it's it was a Xbox controller that had like fans in the handles. Oh yeah, and so yeah. it would cool your hands oh while you God. played, and That's it was awesome. awesome. It was so cool. I've never had a controller as literally and figuratively as cool as that controller. Nice. I think um, I would like that a lot. Like I don't like a slippery controller like at all. Like usually I'm talking about like greasy fingers, greasy hands, right. and, like snacks and stuff. Right. But I mean right. like. Yeah, you can, there's there's times games get a little intense. You're like, oh, snap, I'm I'm losing my grip a little bit here. Or, you know, maybe, maybe you're in Nevada in June and it's hot. And I just, you know, the fan does not do enough. Um, but uh, according to some people, I guess you just don't get sweaty hands and thus fans should never be in controllers. And you know what? I say nay. Um, get them back in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me my weird controllers again, please. What we lost when we went to wireless controllers are all battery powered. You can't, exactly. you can't extend the energy yeah. on the fans. Yeah, just get that's those things plugged it. in. Mm -hmm. yep. Constant power source. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's amazing. I want to look that up, dude. 
it's i i don't know what it is like yeah it was incredible though uh that and like just crazy light up controllers that were all see-through but it was just like neon blue shining out of my controller you okay, okay, I'm sorry. What did I miss? weird stuff you know bronson i was in the middle of conversation then you just came in you just started talking i was you know you just you just derailed the whole thing <laughs> sorry. And now remember when i told you about the the controller with the fans in them yeah those were horrible they're fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> they're so good oh, they hurt so much they hurt yeah like they, like they have the weird grip on them just and they sort uh, of had a they definitely had a different grip you know like right. i just and i i don't know i don't sweat that much when i game so it's like right i don't feel like i need it that badly <laughs> yeah see i don't know i especially yeah. would have appreciated it during halo 3 that that june uh before i left it was, it was just a sweltering summer um, yeah, see, I, my bedroom was in a basement, so I didn't have that issue. I didn't have that issue until yeah. I moved into that apartment that you went to. Yep. That was Where just, all the heat accumulated at the top. Yes, that was just miserable. And you're like, all right, now let's play Sing Star and jump back and forth and sing. And oh, no. <laughs> no, no um, thanks. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, we were, we were still talking about Xbox Live. Uh, mm -hmm. I was just finishing that up. Uh, for you to move on to the next section. Uh, okay, yeah. So I guess that would go to uh, you know, what were your favorite games on the original Xbox? You know, well, I have a list uh, going by the year. Okay. So if we want to talk about original Xbox, if we want to go through original Xbox, we go console by console, year by year. Okay, let's uh, go. We can do we'll, that. We'll do we'll do original Xbox year by year. Sure. All right, two thousand one original Xbox. Halo. Oh, we're actually doing this. Oh, snap. Uh, Halo. <laughs> I think I think to, to make this more bearable, we're going to do this in parts. Uh, uh, so let's, sure. let's go through the original Xbox run first. Uh, um, 2001 has to be Halo, right? That's like universal, I believe. It, uh, everyone's going to pick Halo, including me, which is why I'm going to break off and say, hey, uh, you know what? Me and Bill Gates play Fusion Frenzy. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually unironically had a lot of fun with that game because, Big as time. it turns out, uh, when you just get a bunch of friends together to do dumb shit, like, you can make a lot of games fun. And, like, exactly. yeah, and Fusion it's... Frenzy, I don't know. There's something fun about it. The announcer was ridiculous, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I grew attached to it, whether it was good or not. And it's uh, Bill Gates' favorite Xbox game. Bill Gates' favorite Xbox game, man. So, there you go. But he's not yelling at people, you're ruining my company. He's playing Fuse and Frenzy. <laughs> uh, what about you, you guys? All Halo? Project Gotham Racing, man. That was the, that was go. my day one purchase. That was, was, was getting the kudos points and Project Gotham Racing. That was ridiculous. If, if, uh, we're, if we're discounting Halo, it's got to be DOA 3. Like, okay. It's, it's, mm. Kicked a lot of people out of windows in that game, and it was sick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All Max right. Payne is up there too, you guys. My uh, God, I thought Max Payne waiting. was O two. I'm looking at this list saying December oh. 12. You were close, December 12, 2000. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I changed my answer. My answer is SSX Tricky. Nice, oh, dude. Like, look at this line. This first year. Yeah, there's a lot this of good years. They first had year. two months. They had two months, and they came out some stuff, man. They snuck in two. They both they snuck in two Tony Hawk games also. Yeah, and Dave Mira. Yeah, right. Dave, Dave Mira, BMX. Uh, oh my gosh, man! 
Like that's a great that's a great lineup. Launch when we talk launch window. Sometimes when we, it's funny because that I feel like that term evolved over time. When we're like, let's not be so harsh on the first day. Let's look at oh, oh, launch window, and that made things seem feel I, a lot better. I mean, but if you look I, at the launch window here, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, no, the launch window here. You know, DOA three, Halo, Project Gotham, Oddworld, Amped. You know, Man, like Amped. Like there's some uh, there's some good stuff in here. I mean, it, to be fair, if we if we want to talk launch window, I actually think the GameCube might have one of the strongest one of those of all time. Uh, mm. I know because you have to think about um, Melee, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Rogue Squadron, Wave Race, and Pikmin. Like not Wave Race. Sorry, what? Yeah. Wave race. Well, I'm just doing sound effects every once in a while. Please don't be distracted by my random. Just this is my this is my how my brain works. It's okay. I love it. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and of course, Blood Wake. How can we forget Blood Wake? <laughs> Jesus. Vehicular, uh, dude. I don't even know what that game is. That it's described as uh, vehicle combat, which classic late 90s early 2000s. Everything exactly. was a twisted metal yep. vigilante eight. Like, oh yeah, you needed that in your lineup. <laughs> of course you did interstate 76 shout out to anybody who knows what that is oh my god uh yeah no i got a bunch of these games uh star wars starfighter i i messed around with amped i messed around with uh simpsons road rage a fantastic yo crazy no kidding game. yeah, yeah. Yes. uh wow. silent silent hill 2 i, I know the yeah. xbox version is a little janky but that is still a good ass game uh, right. have more good games than bad games in this like 2001 lineup like they're so uh, good it is a surprising level of quality. It really is. Um, all right. So do we want to go to O2 now? Let's go to O2. <laughs> Every year, yes. I love Let's it. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> this is a long list. Not a lot of stuff I was too enthused about in O2. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, like, Pro Skater 3, like... to me, disappointed. I wasn't as much into Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 as I was 1 and 2, unfortunately. Oh, sure. NFL Blitz, let's go. NFL yeah. Blitz 2002. Oh. <laughs> That's a good name. Man. Morrowind. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the, there it is. I want sunk a ton of time into Morrowind. You want to talk about important things Xbox did yes. uh, was bring Western RPGs to, to uh, console. No doubt. Like that's that was a huge. Hey, I found a lot of golf for Aaron. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! What a fucking garbage game. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I that's just stuck in my brain forever. I'm gonna be on my deathbed. I'm gonna be like, God, I'll, I'll golf for shit. <laughs> um, Blake's the time sweeper. There you go. Yeah. They need to make a new Blake's the time sweeper and make it better. They did an HD um, port, I believe. <laughs> I've been playing it uh, on uh, the Xbox cloud service because um, <laughs> the gameplay is not overly complicated. I can I can take a little bit of lag here and there. Um, speaking of games that speak to my specific tastes, uh, Jet Set Radio Future. Yes. Oh, baby. Let's yes. go. Oh, so good. Um, this was a time when you had EA sports games and like 2K games as well. Like you had NHL 2K3, 2K2, and the NFL 2K. And man, like those 2K games were excellent. Like they were really, if you ever gave them a chance, you ever stepped away from EA for a second, like those games were oh, really good. Dude, yep. I, I went to NFL 2K and I never came back. Yeah. Uh, so I, back I when actually... they could live in peace and harmony. And then the EA Money Nation attacked. Yeah. <laughs> 
2002 kind of would have been a rough year for me, so I'll actually have to say NFL 2K3. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see. Gauntlet Dark Legacy was the first time I ever played a Gauntlet game, um, and I had a good time with that. Uh, Spider-Man. I have a small story about the Spider-Man Xbox version. Uh, I did... I was years ahead of my time. I just did it for myself. I popped in a blank VHS and I hit record and I recorded myself play through the entirety of Spider-Man on that Xbox. Wow. Had my own little let's play on a VHS tape that got lost somewhere. Um, I always wanted to do that. Even back in like the NES days, I figured like, why can't I just plug this into a VCR? And we just never got around Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think everyone did, right? Like that's how it became such an obvious thing to add it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, I enjoyed that game for what it was, and then Spider-Man 2 came out like years later and said, what are we doing? Um, so let's see. Oh, God. All right, Burnout. Burnout 1 was a really neat thing at the time. God damn, it was good. Time Splitters 2, Pac-Man World oh, 2. Yes. Wow. Splashdown. These, I played a lot of are- Splashdown. It was a lot of annual stuff for me back in these days. Like I'd get the new FIFA game, get the new NHL game. Eventually, yep. Call of Duty comes in here. I don't remember playing Unreal Championship on Xbox. I, this might have been one of those, I've already got it on PC, so why would I need it over here? And, you I, know, keyboard, mouse, mm, superiority, all that I, kind of crap. Mm-hmm. I, I played a lot of its sequel because my friend Quinn was super into it. But okay. not the first one. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 made its way to the original Xbox with Substance. Nice. Wow. Um... um just a just a sign of the times. Aggressive inline. Yeah, I like. I love that extreme game. it is to Bags. be on these. In- I, <laughs> I, I love that game. Like unironically, like I, because I didn't skateboard when I was younger. I inline skated. So right. when that game came out, I was genuinely really excited. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh we got god, here? Bionicle. You want yeah, Bionicle. Is this, was that this Bionicle. time? Oh my Jeez, god! Two thousand and three. I was a nerd for Bionicle uh, around that time. Uh, a couple comments in the chat. Uh, loving this talk so far. Thank you, Trucker Sloth. Uh, so many mm. good games and even better memories. Well, if you like no this, doubt. we talk. We talk a lot of game history on this channel, so like, feel for free. It's kind of a big thing for like us. Uh, and uh, I played that on Dreamcast, but what a wonderful coach co-op, couch co-op <laughs> experience. Uh, I had Time Splitters uh, 2 and didn't like it, but it, I had it on GameCube, and maybe that's good because the controller was not good for shooters. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Xbox controller wasn't good in general. so <laughs> It was the greatest. The Duke um, was miserable. <laughs> uh, Dead to Rights. Remember Dead to Rights? Dead to, dude, I was all about bullet yeah. time, man. Max yep. Payne, Dead to Rights, that was the other one. They had his dog. Oh, what a great game that was. Yeah. That was that was probably one of my most played games on Xbox. Oh, and it's just really? so funny, too, because like I wasn't really in, in a community at all. I didn't know what everybody else was playing. Like To me, that was like the no-brainer. Like If you have Xbox, you have Dead to Rights. And like it's not the case at all. Like <laughs> not even close. Like I didn't have the context either because like I had a Nintendo Power subscription and didn't have an right. Xbox till late 03. So like... I, I I knew what the Nintendo propaganda machine wanted, and granted, they would direct you to really good games a lot of the time, but, like, it's all I knew, other than, oh, this looks cool at Blockbuster. Yep. So, uh, alright, let's move to 03 here. Uh, this I'm is where, in my opinion, the Xbox really starts to pop off a little bit. You got, uh, you got your Panzer Dragoons, 
You got your, uh, you know, you got your Knights Little Republic, your Burnout Twos. Two. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what's everyone's O three favorite? I guess. Um, I didn't make it all the way through the O two. So yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm oh, just, okay. I'm honestly, not seeing a whole. Oh, Soul Calibur two came out in O three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Futurama. That was. Two. So, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Jesse. Oh, uh, SSX three. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had that Buffy. Is this the game. first time we get Tiger Woods on Xbox? Is two thousand uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour two thousand four? That might have been the first time. That would have been an annual thing for me from then on. Tiger Woods like was a that was hysteria with me and my friends. That was oh a, yeah, uh, and the and the the um the character creator. I don't know if it was in 2004, but eventually got to be one of the best character creators you could ever have. Oh, like you could just make your character and your face look like anything you wanted. And even to this day, it's so disappointing. Character creators are terrible right oh, now dude, compared no. to what they were like, back then. At least right. in my brain. I might yeah, fire no, up the yeah. game right now, but I'm pretty sure that that character creator was excellent. The, the Madden one back in the day used to be so good. Now it's so garbage. Yeah, what the heck, man? I don't know. Maybe people weren't using it. I'm not sure why they would, or maybe it's just complicated it's, to have. It's all, all the, the money variants. is an ultimate team now, man. Yeah. Oh fuck. It's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, this was the year Beyond Good and Evil came out. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. That's 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 probably Evan's favorite. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> um, concerning the cosplay. I- I'm finally getting out of 2002. I just want to give a quick shout out to 2002 release Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Right, Yo! Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Now, uh, in regards to Good uh, and Evil, um, I wasn't actually introduced to that game until the HD remake came out. What? Okay. Wow. Yeah. That was actually when I started cosplaying as Jade. Was back oh, then. nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, did Marvel vs. Capcom 2 come out in 03, or did it come out on Xbox in 03? It came out on Xbox in 03, and it was okay. Yeah, I had oh, it on Dreamcast. Right. Yeah, well, the Dreamcast version is still the best version, unless you can yeah, get it. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't have never known. I just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's an amazing game. Like, it's just, it, as somebody who's current in fighting games, people look for the Dreamcast version. Nice. Right. That's good to know. Uh, uh, one of the best games of all time, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Ooh, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, that's Holiday yeah. in there. Uh, yeah, Crimson really Skies. Game. You want to talk about this? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Man, I thought that would have been closer to launch, like, thinking back. Like, no, that was, that was a definitive oh, list. That was, like a, that was like a big Xbox Live game. I remember that. I so good. Um, Look at that. You're right. 2003, they start to pop up. Need for Speed Underground was massive. Project Gotham 2 was right. Same day. What the hell were they thinking? <laughs> they, they got they got both Grand Theft Autos finally of the time, uh, in that window. They got the best NBA Street. Uh, but the mm. the real winner from Microsoft first party is Voodoo Vince. Oh, oh yeah, I, I was I thought we'd scrolled past that man. Deus Ex though, Invisible War, a thinking man's first person shooter that mostly I think underappreciated the Deus Ex. Um, franchise but people who liked it they really loved it and that one i didn't get into deus ex until after this one but shout out to that one back in I, I, I ended up getting into it on the first release on the ps3 i believe yeah um what a year look at that uh a couple yeah. releases for the sims metal arm counter-strike uh yeah. rainbow six three yeah counter-strike console counter-strike <laughs> wow <laughs> i didn't even know that was a thing yeah, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know if this is part of the orange box or the orange box is on three sixty. It's three sixty for sure. 
Yeah, no, that's cool. That's a really cool. That's that's a relic of the time, like selling no a kidding. boxed Counter Strike yep. that's that has like a bot campaign with Xbox Live. That's awesome. That's uh, Metal Arms. Highly underrated, though. If you guys ever get a chance to check it out, really good game. I've heard some things about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're into 04 at this point. Uh, NFL Street. Um, oh yeah, NFL Street. NFL Street is the first video game I associate with an all-nighter at a friend's house. Like we literally stayed mm. up till the sun came up, playing NFL Street. Randy Moss was broken, super broken. I mean, as he always is. Um, let's see. Uh, Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes is good. Uh, it has a really good theme song. I'll give it that. It's not great, but it's good. Uh, you got that Legacy of Kane was pretty good. Yes. Oh, uh, I played it on PC. <laughs> Indeed. Steel Battalion. Who mm-hmm. who wants $200 controller? Let's go. Yeah. Man, I wanted that so bad as a kid. <laughs> uh, dude, I actually got to play like, it at a con that came around here uh, back when I was still, like, an actual journalist. And, mm. like, it was really cool. It was, it was, like, it's a neat thing. It's impossible to figure out in just, like, one sitting, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, funny looking back at these lists and there's do- there's dozens of games that i would have liked to play or maybe got to later on but like i basically got one to two a year like again this is just a different time for me so, um and those games for me were probably like tiger woods 2005 and star wars battlefront and or nhl 2005 somewhere in there too so like, that's where i was at in in my case um my mom my mom and i would rent a movie or a game every week and then she did oh, the math. Oh, nice. Yeah, lots found, of rentals. Yeah. yeah. And, in my yeah. case, she actually found out the setting me up with the unlimited service was actually just cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had, as long as Blockbuster had it in stock, I kind of had unlimited access as long as I was willing to bike down to the Blockbuster. Um, so It took time for Blockbuster to really adopt Xbox as well. Like, you'd go there and you'd see the usual Nintendo stuff and then PlayStation. Then, like, they kind of have, like, this tiny little Xbox section. At least it... At least it did in my neighborhood. Uh, it, in 04, actually, is when it finally started to become, like, a big section. Right. You had to wait. Yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. Uh, it was Ninja- painful. Even when DVD became a thing, they're like, mm, I don't know if we're going to rent out these DVDs. Are you going to pay more for Like, you have to remember when these things, doing these changes came over. It hit Blockbusters, and especially, maybe Blockbuster less, but, like, mom and pop rental shops. Like, mm-hmm. They really had to decide whether or not they're going to make that change over, and it would take time. Uh, versus now, like, if you have, like, Gamefly, like Gamefly had PS5 right. and Series X games day one. Day one. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I remember like renting those on my, uh, I remember renting those like day one for my PS5, like some of those games. Um, I guess you can kind of see that trend with Blockbuster though, because they were slow to adopt anything that was new, right? DVDs, right. Yeah. Xbox, uh, streaming, uh, like like any any of those things they just waited on. And this mm-hmm. is why there's one left in Oregon. <laughs> So <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, that was an interesting game for the time. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, that was the year Manhunt came out. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about that. That, that was, was a big yeah. game. That was a that was yeah. a that was a generally pretty good game. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, one of the best on the console. Mm-hmm. Like you could make an argument for like the best on the console in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, Psyops, underrated gym. Biops is really good. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, Catwoman. Okay, let's <laughs> slow our roll. 
Oh, I'm sorry. ESPN NFL 2K5. Oh, you mean the best football game ever made? That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah, that's yeah that 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 checks out. <laughs> Bungie did a game this year. Bungie had a game that they came out. Oh, they did. What was it called? Oh, um, it was it was called Halo Two. Oh, uh, who's ever heard of that? <laughs> not ringing a bell. I ask you guys a question about Halo Two. All jokes aside, um, I seem to remember as I was starting to get into like online communities and reading IGN quite a bit more these times. I seem to remember people being not happy with Halo Two, like at all, um, in because of the storyline being split between this elite guy, this arbiter, and and Master Chief. I remember that being a big deal. And as time has gone on, now this is a long time ago, almost twenty years ago. People think very fondly, of course, of Halo Two. The multiplayer was very, very notable, and that's memorable. But I don't know. I seem to remember people being up in arms about the the campaign of Halo Two. I, and the ending too, specifically I, the ending. I remember yeah. the only thing people were mad about in my case uh, for people was the ending. Otherwise, everyone I knew loved that game. Uh, <laughs> granted, I was very deep in the Halo community at the time. I was on the Red versus Blue forums. Oh, I was snap. I was like playing in tournaments. Like I was deep in the Halo franchise at that point. Like probably. Almost deeper than I'd ever been. I'm a huge Halo fan, but uh, that was like peak, like no life, neat Halo status. If I had to <laughs> infer what else people could be mad about, hate uh, campaign wise, it would be that we like played for the elite probably longer than we wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Being yeah, the chief. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, the split of the like who you're going to be playing as, and it, and again, like I, I don't remember my timelines exactly, but Metal Gear Solid Two. Where you're playing as other dude, Raiden, yes, Raiden, 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 yeah, Raiden. Um, all, like it seemed to ca- kind of happen, at least with the, like big games, where you're like you're not gonna play as the main dude, like that didn't really go over so well, and probably wouldn't have right. gone over well now, especially because things could explode much quicker and louder back then. Like even though there were forms, it, it didn't still it didn't hit the mainstream and impact things as much as it does now. I actually right. like I. Yeah, like I don't know. I I I remember not liking Raiden, but like I actually replayed that game a couple years ago and ended up really liking him. And sure. It's just not what you were expecting. Like, why yeah, would they do right. that? Right. You wanted um, more of Master Chief, or you wanted more of of Solid Snake. You didn't right. want this other dude who, who is came this out guy? of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. like, I don't care about this guy. I, I actually really loved Arbiter at the time. I was like, oh, you guys play as the fucking alien and you get camo. What? Me too. For the record, I love that too. Like, I thought that was so so clever and and interesting as well. Um, but yeah, like you know, sometimes community can be a little toxic. The video game community toxic. You don't Just say. Oh. Freaking Halo 2, man. Holy crap. Halo 2 had some real Halo toxicity some online. Stuff. I remember that, too. Like, I learned some new words in Halo 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Burnout yeah. 3, arguably the best Burnout. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, yeah Silent Hill 4, The Room, pretty good. Fable. Fable. I, I remember getting that game for my birthday and playing the living crap out of it. Um, there were a lot of promises for that game that it didn't live up to, but it was still really good. It was still really that Peter Molyneux's whole life promised the world deliver a great game that's still disappointing. Yep. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Star Wars Battlefront. Kotor yeah, two. Did we miss Kotor one? No, we said Kotor was. Did we say Kotor? Uh, I, I said Kotor at least. Oh, okay. No. Kotor was big though. Like that was a huge. Yes. Once again, another. Yeah. Another one of those oh Western RPGs can uh, 
can you know work on a console yep it was it was it was, it was, it was a neat thing I don't know about you guys, but I rented Def Jam Fight for New York like six times. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a call. I spent yes. a lot of time on that game. I uh, had, uh, had a lot of friends who were into that game, and we would play it on Friday or Saturday night. Nice. Yes. Um, Mortal Kombat Deception was my first big Mortal Kombat. I actually have oh, the really? collector's yeah. edition of that game. Nice. Uh, that's, like a, that's a good game. Uh, and then uh, right under right under that is uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Oh, nice. Which is like one of the most loved Tony Hawk games outside it, of the originals. It, it's, a, it's a great game. It really yep. is. That, that's a really good one. Um, you know, you a little, have... little game called Call of Duty, colon, Finest Hour came out oh, on November 16, 2004. <sighs> Definitely. Those, are, those always <laughs> felt like weird to me as like this. Definitely. The, the P like the you had the first one which was on the PC that was like mm-hmm. and these which always felt like uh like what is this yeah yep um Halo was still doing its thing to like bring like even you, you, look at all these games we're mentioning not a lot of first person shooters really no. Halo was still kind of like yeah. converting a lot of us into that and so you're right Call of Duty when it shows up like looks and feels like a PC thing looks super optional like it's there but most people would skip over it like I played and, the original on PC because that was like the because like around this time is when I discovered internet reviews and like all the internet yeah. reviews were like <laughs> go play the Go play the, the the one on the PC. These consoles, mm-hmm. spin-offs, they're fine, but they're not what you're looking for. When I started, um, it was the internet for whatever reason, because I was always reading like PC Gamer and magazines for for years and years. But when it became on the internet, I'm like, oh, I could write that. And I tried writing my own review um, back in those days, and I'm like, it was terrible. I don't even know where to oh, start. Like, what am I oh, supposed to start? A- I know where right. you can find mine on the internet, and I am oh, never no going to direct it to anyone. <laughs> no yes, way, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like I work, I pulled up like Word or Notepad or something. I just tried to like, what am I getting? Like this game is awesome. Like I don't know, probably like the graphics are great. And, like, uh, ask what not why. Thank you for tuning in. Thank yeah, you. thanks, thanks, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, the the like I remember writing reviews on like GameSpot and red versus blues mm, blog format mm-hmm. and they were god awful but they got me started on this career so you know yep i guess you know and then <laughs> you had to start somewhere yeah and then like aaron our old website we can still find those they're still there technically you still can you're yeah, right uh <laughs> they're still there you can you can they're leave. lost to the ether as far as i'm concerned but <laughs> You, put you know, in the right combination of letters in the URL, you might find it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to pull those up because <laughs> they were awful. <laughs> uh, what a time. Anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, we have uh, 04. Also had Silent Hill for the Room, X Men Legends. Um, and the thing that we have to point out is, I know a lot of these are multi plats, but you have to remember. The original Xbox was by far the best way to play a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they looked better. They ran better. You had the hard drive. You didn't have to worry about filling up your memory because of the hard drive. When when Need for Speed Underground 2 came out also in 2004 and you saw those wet roads, yeah. you wanted to see those wet yeah. roads on Xbox. Uh, Guilty Gear and uh, SVC for me and... Uh, uh, Jesse is the fighting game people here. 
Mm-hmm. Those were those were quality releases. Try and get you in the crowd. Until you guys are all about that. I'm, I'm all about ultra bust a move. Give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron. It was uh, probably my first anime game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Outlaw Golf Two. I, I going through this list, I now realize there are way more outlaw golf games and like mm-hmm. outlaw volleyball. Like what? Yeah. yeah These, wow. I only knew of outlaw golf. I didn't realize this was like a franchise for a hot minute. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, of the time. Speaking of games, uh, games I put a lot of time in Mexico. Uh, this is oh no, that it was. Oh my god, it was oh four by like two yeah, man. Mecha Salt oh. Two Lone Wolf. All right. Such a good Xbox Live game, and it had Papa Roach in it. Oh, <laughs> of course my it did. God, yeah, exactly. That's of what I was gonna say. And there's a sign of the times. Yeah, uh, I just loved how, like, from when Xbox Live launched to like mid 360, they had Game with Fame, and they would like get celebrities to come into video games to voice act or just like play multiplayer sessions with the crowd. Just it, it was sign of the times, man. Yep. Speaking of sign of the times, American Chopper, CSI crime scene investigation, Holy Cabela's hell. Big Game Hunter. Like, yeah, oh, you just this yeah. is a time capsule here, dude. Yep. Uh, so we're so getting good. we're getting to through 05 here, which is right before the launch of the 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in 05, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, arguably yes. still less Sinister Spell, Doom Three, dude, Lego Star Wars the video game. Yep. Yeah, there's a good one. Yeah, the start of something absolutely amazing. Holy cow! Oh, dude, Psych- original Psychonauts. The yeah, yeah. this this two week period in or this like three week period in this April. April Jade Empire, Psychonauts, Unreal Championship Two, and Midnight yes. Club Three, all in the two to three week period. Well, not to mention Doom Three earlier that month. Yeah. Oh dude. my god. Um. Four up, and then we have our first Forza in May. Oh, Hell here yeah. we go. Oh, I was there for Forza, definitely. I loved... I, I was being a racing games, man, the whole time. PC, I was playing Need for Speed, Project Gotham, my day one for Xbox, and then, yeah, Forza was just like, finally. Because Gran Turismo, to me, was, like, way too much. Like, they had that, whatever, marathon race that I had always heard about and uh-huh, I didn't want to uh-huh. do. Like, Forza was <laughs> just like, that's what, and I had an Xbox, so I had to be there for it. I, I remember Forza coming out, and I always liked Gran Turismo, so I was like, I'm going to check this out. And I loved it, and it, there was, it was for one specific feature, the fact that it had custom soundtracks. So I could mm. load my CDs onto yeah. the Xbox, and it would use my own music while I played. And I Your memory that. for that is unreal, man. <laughs> I'm just going to pull out this one feature of a game that came out like 16 years ago. Whatever. It, was, it, was, it was like any... Unbelievable. Any game that had that feature, I was super stoked for. That's awesome. Um, and, which is why when the 360 came out, and it was, you can hook your MP3 player to it and have custom soundtracks in any game. In anything, yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. I remember like the launch of the 360. Uh, this is jumping ahead a bit. Launch of the 360, hooking my, my Creative Zen Nano MP3 player to the 360, and Quinn and I playing through all of Perfect Dark, not listening to any of the game's actual music. <laughs> so. nice oh uh, mercenaries that was a good not game all the, not all the people played that one but yeah uh conquer live and reloaded holy crap one of the most underrated xbox live games ever <laughs> did a lot of that game 
Should not have as a kid, but I played a lot of that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that Squirrels versus Teddy's D-Day map, like yes. one, of the, one of the best yeah. multiplayer games ever made. Jesus Christ. Burnout Revenge, of course, quality. Yeah, look at oh, the bunch of these. Halo 2 multiplayer map pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those of you kids who did not have Xbox Live but wanted all yep. the maps. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's interesting. I was a, I was a, I was a neat product of the time. Um, yeah. So, Area Fifty One, Star Wars Battlefront Two. There it is, November two thousand five. That was a big deal for me. Hell yes, it was. Pandemic Studios and LucasArts. Uh, uh, I want to point out uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Shift. Shift. Revenge of the Sith had an alternate ending. Uh, where you could play as Anakin and win, and then you kill the Emperor, and then you become the empo- the Emperor of the galaxy. And it's fantastic. I remember that's that game great. having a really cool multiplayer. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. You would, they did not have to do that for that game, and they just went and did it anyway. It was mm-hmm. nice. November 17th, 2005, Half-Life 2. That was oh, a big deal. Was that day and date with PC? No, it was a year later. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember uh, Half-Life 2 came out a week, like, either the week before or the week after World of Warcraft, and that was in 04. So. What a what a juggernaut that whole series came to be. Just yeah. quiet little old Gordon Freeman just swinging his crowbar around. Yep. yep. Biggest damn game on the planet. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Giving me motion sickness in VR currently. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to 50 Cent Bulletproof, November 17th. Oh, right yeah. in there in the holiday season, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the lead up to Blood on the Sand. Ah, oh, wow. Totally Sid fun. Meier's Pirates. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's wow. Revenge. Funny to see this is starting to blend into 360 Days with Peter Jackson's King yep. Kong. I didn't realize it was on the original Xbox. Um, yep. Here was a good three weeks... Or this was like th- all on the same day in September. Kingdom Under Fire Heroes, Ninja Gaiden Black, Indigo Prophecy, and Tiger Woods. And X-Men Legends <laughs> 2. That was a pretty good day. Yeah. Wow. Um, Blitz the League. Had a lot of fun with that one. Oh, boy. And... It's quite a different one. Star Wars Battlefront 2, like Sean said... Half-Life 2, and then, yeah, and then we're into 360 land. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man was a gem. I loved Ultimate yes. Spider-Man. Yeah, it was a really good game. Uh, did that sell shading really well for the time? Sure. All right, and I guess uh, let's start talking 360, right? All right, I guess I guess we're in it now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's. So, uh, same as last time. Yo, who was there at launch? 360 what's up who who was on the 360 train early i had to i had to scrape money together for that one i had to convince uh one of my brother's friends to buy my original xbox all four controllers all my games and i remember this so specifically for 200 dollars. you guys i couldn't even like it barely put a dent in the 360 i was like i still gotta like come up with hundreds of dollars to get this 360 in games (laughs) and controllers like what was i it was all gone, and that was one of, like, the... You just have that sinking feeling in your gut, like, what have I done? Like, uh-huh. instantly, and it's only gotten worse as time has gone on. So, oh, man. Oh, that's awful. 
That's the worst. Terrible, terrible decision. So I didn't have to sell anything to get my aunt, but I had to work very hard. So I, I, I told my dad about the system, and he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to give you money for this nonsense. If you want to make more than the, like, $5 a week you're getting an allowance, uh, I will loan you the lawnmower and a tank of gas, and you can go harass all our neighbors. Good uh, for you. And uh, he, and so I just went around, knocked on doors. Yo, do you want your back and front lawn mowed for $10? I'll come by every week. And just all summer long, just every single house within like half a mile carting this heavy lawnmower around. Uh, being like, yo, you, you dude, to- I got no kids knocking on my doors for $10 lawn mowing. <laughs> like, what the heck? Some I do that in an instant. Some lawns I would charge more though. Like if like if I if I was walking up to your place, I saw like just a massive thing. I'm like, I'm charging this dude twenty. It's not massive. <laughs> it's a patch of grass. Um, or like yeah, like dude, like my yard is massive. Like if I saw my lot, I'd be like, yeah, yo, I want fifty bucks. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude, it's so you huge. You have a hard bargain, but yes, uh, like, and I would honestly pay fifty dollars for someone to handle my shit. <laughs> I mean, sure now, but like 2005. Yeah, even then maybe <laughs> even then because <laughs> uh, I, I pay like 120 to have them like take care of everything out here Ooh. for a, okay for, for a month so you know Dude, but the, th- the 360 was hd so that was a massive deal and i was selling tvs at canadian oh. best buy back in those days so i was all in hd dvd versus blu-ray i was into all that stuff but the thing oddly enough the thing that sold me on 360 i saw it at a friend's house and he turned it on with a wireless controller and i was in <laughs> like swimwear the man i was totally into that uh, like we've been wired the whole time in four controllers at a time like this thing is battery powered. You turn on the console from like my, like I'm at the laziest point in my entire life. I'm like just getting into college, I think at this time. And just like, I don't want to move. I'll sit on my, sit on my ass and fire up some call of duty or NHL or whatever the heck. Um, that was fight night. Well, I mean, we'll get into the games, but it was the wireless controllers. Oddly enough for me, Uh, for me, I, I heard a new perfect dark was coming and oh yeah i could have fooled you Mm -hmm. and a new project gotham was coming and i was just like bro side me the fuck up yeah right and uh when i got the money to pre-order it uh and pay and get some games with it they weren't selling gamestop wasn't taking pre-orders or anything but bundles so i just had to suck it up and pay the extra money for a bundle and get two games i didn't care about Mm. um so what i got was i got the premium 360 i believe it was called that came with the one with the hard drive and the wireless controller and then it came with a media remote project gotham perfect dark call of duty 2 cameo Mm -hmm. and madden um and and uh i and that held me over for quite some time um but and and to be fair i ended up really enjoying all of those games even Perfect Dark's multiplayer, I had fun with. the The highlight to this day, though, is Cameo. I actually think that game's an underrated gem. Mm-hmm. We ended Where up getting ours for Dead or Alive Four, because uh, that was that was close to launch, I think. So we got we got yeah, Dead or Alive December. Four and, and Condemned. Um, 
Holy crap, what a terrifying game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one it holds up I think pretty well too. Yeah, it that, does. That that was a game that I rented and loved dearly. Um I I, I absolutely loved uh Condemned. Uh I absolutely really loved uh, like just talking that first launch window, the first two months if we're going to 05. Geometry uh, Wars. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! Transformation. <laughs> Geometry Wars. I oh god! I still I have that installed on my Series X. Mm-hmm. Like like I I ha- like that's how much I enjoy that game is I have it installed on the X and the S out in the living room like, uh yeah no. Uh, to me, like next gen felt like or looked like um Fight Night Round Three was like yeah. holy crap yeah. these uh, these graphics are just melting my eyeballs from my face. Fight Night Round 3 was... Un- and I saw, like, they had come out with the other Fight Night games on Xbox, and it just didn't really uh, hit me at all. Pardon the pun. But, yeah, um, <laughs> Fight Night Round 3, that was the one. And, like, twin stick stuff started to happen with the with the sports yeah. games. It started to have skill sticks and NHL. Like, things really started to ramp up. They started to understand how to use the controller in all of these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the So, yep. visually, the first game that popped off for me was PGR3. But the game where I like fully understood what next gen was, um, and I call this game my Stockholm game, because mm-hmm. for me this came out and there wasn't really anything else I cared about on 360 until fall, um, was Oblivion. Uh, yep. I, I booted up Oblivion. You do the sewer level and it's fine, it's fun. But then you you get out and you you see that big open world and those hills, and like at the time it's like the peak of graphics. And you're and you realize I can go anywhere on this map, and you're like, whoa, bro, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. Um, and then I got lost in the woods for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> oh Lordy. Good times on the Xbox 360. I I I mean, right from the get go in 06, that thing was. Filled with bangers, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Shout out to Fear. 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 I played was it on excellent. PC the year earlier, but yes, mm-hmm. that was a good game. Now, now shooters are starting to come in here, man. Big you time. have uh, yep. you have Dead Rising was that first year. You have uh, oh, wow. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter that was first year. Um, Cloning Clyde for you guys who like are were on Xbox Live. That was a pretty <laughs> good game. Are you 2005 or 2006? So I'm in 06. Um, oh, okay. Gears of War. Gears, yes. Yep. yep. That would be the uh, game that got me. Uh, the fourth Splinter Cell. It's uh, Double Agent. Double Agent, that was what it was called. Okay. Uh, I remember grabbing Gears of War off the shelf at a store going, like, I think I heard this might be good. Like, that was probably the last time that I, I didn't know about an absolute juggernaut and just thought I would try it out. Like that's just that doesn't happen anymore. You know about games. We know about games well before they're out. Now it was like, a, I'll try this out. It looks cool based on the box. Is yep. how I came across yeah. Tears of War. Yeah. I remember uh, Quinn, who uh, people in our community will know from our Discord, um, and on being on the Halo show we did. Um, so Quinn was really excited for it because he was a big Unreal Tournament fan, and like I didn't really care for cover-based shooters at the time. Like I I I was just like, this looks like Ghost Recon with aliens. Like this looks like it's gonna be horrible. Um, but then it comes out and the reviews for it are just so overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Like they're so, like 
I was like, fine, I'll pick it up. So and I that don't... Lancer, dude, the gun. When yep. was the last time you picked up a game? Because like one of the guns which, like blew your mind. Guns just look <sighs> cool. So uh, that, cool. That, that, the, and it just felt right. Like when you got a headshot, that pop noise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pop. Just they got so that good. just right. Environment was great. They like the, the the ground was literally like you got like holes in it. You throw a grenade. Like that made sense. Like you started getting physics in a, in a way that like felt next gen as well. Uh, like and just visually, like I remember, like of course, I knew people in my family who weren't into video games would like see me playing it and be like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, like so at that moment, a lot like um, very cinematic, like Metal Gear was when you first played that on PlayStation. Like, it seemed like a movie. And Xbox, even now, doesn't really have a whole heck of a lot of that. Like that looked like it was adapted from a movie. Yeah, like Gears it's of still, War. Like, Gears of War still is like taking that approach like totally. gears five like i remember when aaron and i did gears five co-op on stream uh we like we, we were talking about we're just like this feels like a playstation game like one mm-hmm. of those like you know right. so, sony is known for kind of a specific style of video game these days yeah um and like pl- sitting there playing i'm like this reminds me of like god of war and spider-man and these other types of games that have this style you know so uh, such uh, a good time. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that um so yeah, oh six Viva Pinata. Uh, good old you know, Viva Pinata. I, I appreciated this, that later. To this day <laughs> right. I stand for that Not game that so hard, especially so if you, good. especially if you have a Series X and can get it upscaled to four K, dude. Oh it's so gorgeous and such a fun game. Um and those graphics probably hold up real well. They do. Um, it's nice and bright and colorful. And then Braves B in the chat, 360 was my entry point into Xbox. A friend of mine showed me Forza Motorsport 2 and Halo yes. 3. And I was in like Flynn. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about those when we get to 07, which um, any 06 games people want to bring up that, uh, that they were standouts. I know... Aaron, Dead Rising is what you got, got you to buy an Xbox, right? I, I, it was it was Dead Rising and Gears of War together. Yeah, uh, okay. that is what did it for me, and uh, yeah, it was quite. I enjoyed both very much, but I definitely played more Gears of War. Uh, that just it looked good, it felt good, the characters were entertaining. I loved the maps. I was that was one of the first times I was like taking time. I did not play a lot of multiplayer shooters. Uh, you have to understand from before this point. Uh, it was like Halo, but then Gears of War was where I started memorizing maps. Yeah, and like um, just like the river map for me was a real good like kind of lockout ish kind of map that oh I loved it. I mean, they still use it in Gears games now, dude. Like that, right? That... It's God, it's so good. And then yeah, Fight Night Round Three is what got me interested. Mm-hmm. I also remember seeing Call of Duty Two on there. Thank you. Yes, and yeah, that was a good. That was just. Nice proof of concepts. I watched some ping pong, some rock star ping pong. Nice mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And that was you could that see was... all the dots on the ball, man. <laughs> you sure could. <laughs> you were never gonna get me to buy that game, but hey, it looked cool. Same. Hey, I rented <laughs> it at Blockbuster a couple times. It was all right. <laughs> right, right. I'm looking at this list uh, for 05. Uh, I actually played this on the original Xbox, but Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Some open world Tony Hawk uh, was all I want in life. And then skate came around later, but we'll get to that. Um, uh, yeah, no. So 
I feel like the 360 is when Xbox for most people really arrived. Like, yes. You, yep. you, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just saying yes. Also, uh, November twenty second, two thousand five, amped three, uh, which is by far the best amped. I don't know yeah, if you guys also ever say seen, maybe ever the seen? best name of the console. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> like the 360, like people called it the 360. Like you almost didn't hear people say like Xbox at all. Like that one really yep. took off for people. Uh, and I don't no, think they've had a better name since then. Not not they only that, but like oh. I, the whole point of that was just so it wouldn't be compared to you know PS3, right? The, yep. Xbox was, Two. Yeah, like and and I love their marketing excuse though. Is like. Well, it, you're at the center of 360 degrees of entertainment. Yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. Kind of didn't yes. I mean, they they, they kind of looped it in with the the logo itself, like a circle. Like you, that that's part right. of the the launch of it. Like even the the splash screen at the start would blind your eyes. Like it was so clear, crystal uh-huh. clear in, in high definition. That just always impressed me. My component cables. Oh my gosh, man. Oh yeah. god. I I remember. Um, I also remember the marketing. Like it, it was uh, what's the word concave, and like oh, it's an inhale. Oh right, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, oh the shape of I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, look at your shirt, Bronson. Like they they came with the X in the original, but yep. they've been holding on to that circular 360 mm-hmm. degrees ever since. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. You don't see a one on there. That's true. You don't see a one or a giant box that looks like it's out of 2001 a space odyssey <laughs> um uh, but you could kill someone with an original xbox yeah probably sure been done could. well i mean just they're <laughs> or lying. Duke controller what, right what you, yeah what you have to do is they have to be lying down and then you just put it on their chest mm-hmm. <laughs> just never get up it's like thor's hammer <laughs> oh my god <sighs> and only the rock can pick it up <laughs> exactly Man. Nobody cares what you think, Bill. <laughs> uh, I love how The Rock has been like just so connected to to Xbox. Yeah, to Xbox. Like, sure. Um, I mean, he comes in. It, it was really funny uh, when they were celebrating 20 years of Xbox, and like you could tell the way that deal went down was, oh yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Xbox if you let me talk about my movie with Ryan Reynolds. And they're like, sure. We're at the mercy of the rock. That movie was okay. I haven't seen it. Is that all right? It's yeah, it's on Netflix. That's a fun time. It's kind of a just turn your brain off fun movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, Nothing wrong uh, with that. You know, um, I do want to take a second to gush about Call of Duty Three, though. Please, sure. That so that game is between that and Fight Night Round Three because in Fight Night Round Three you can see like sweat and blood, right? Yep. But as far as mechanics go in Call of Duty Three, it's the first first game where you can pick up a grenade that's thrown at you and throw it back uh, yeah and that just blew my I mind was i was like oh my god i thought that was in call of duty 2 is it three is three is where that started oh okay oh. well that's neat they finally added that to halo with the repulsor <laughs> <laughs> and i mean achievements guys oh bro oh, yeah oh, yeah man. <laughs> start of an industry standard. achievements oh my <laughs> yes like the the whole this is a high score. You're chasing a high score. You want to have your mark on the games, getting a thousand gamer score. The oh my God. Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong had the like hundred points at a time and how early games was just like be level one, be level two, be level three. And then people started figuring out that there's a, a meta to this, like the growth 
and evolving of of achievements over the years is it starts with the 360 man I, the 360 is the is in my opinion the console that is the first what we consider a modern console yeah like the the always online the mm-hmm. achievements the party yep. chat yep. the like one digital game library hd graphics wireless yeah, H- controllers yeah all of that was started with the 360 um you know and and it you know it really it really showed it's uh it's a shame that it was marred by uh by some <laughs> some some lights yeah little red lights so how many that- 360s did y'all go through I only had one ring, one red ring of death, but I bought many others um, as time went on because they got better. Like I like the slims. I like to, I, I like to upgrading at this. This is where things kind of changed for me in terms of like I was starting to work a little bit more. I was becoming a bit of an adult. So yeah, I would sell my old white one for a nice slim black one with the the button that you would accidentally turn on or your dog would, you know, yep. or or accidentally mm-hmm. eject the thing, you know, like the models they had for this. Speaking of modern so- consoles, like. You had so many different versions of the well, Xbox 360 because they were also like trying to fix the red rings because they needed to strike right. the motherboard and get a cooler and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yep, I'm yep. only going to count my broken ones and not my bought to upgrade ones. Oh God! Okay, I, I had five broken Xboxes. Nice. Okay. Just people, incredible. People always ask me why I moved to PS3 as my primary in like 2010, 2009. And it was because, and it wasn't because I didn't like the 360. I loved the 360. I was just mad at it for not having it available. What to else me. are you supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I was just, one you those, and probably millions of other people did the exact same thing. Yeah. Like people talk about, Oh, they sold the same amount. I'm just like, I guarantee you, that if that thing did not have that massive problem, a lot of people would have never gone to PS3. Agreed. Sure. Because and it was you just look at the timing of it as well. As time goes on, more 360s are failing, and then the PS3 gets all their game. Like they start really hitting it, and they became cheaper. Yeah. Like that thing came out. It was just so expensive, just absolutely ridiculous and gigantic. Like I have the same issue with the the PS5, just way too big. And well, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm not. You can see the PS5 behind me from space. Yeah, you can see it from space. <laughs> you yep. know, like it. Half of it looks like the the Xbox and Switch. It's sitting next to the biggest console that ever existed. My God, but uh, yeah, that, and so everybody was yeah having a a pretty dissatisfying experience with 360. Just as you know, PS3 is getting uncharted off the ground and all these other things, and it's becoming cheaper. Like that, it's such an interesting generation to unpack and unravel I, like with those two kind of competing because playstation definitely didn't have that in the prior generation they didn't have a real no, they just aggressive and, and capable just dominated so mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. um versus this time like they 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 had to really fight for it on their side and like i remember the the ps3 launching at 600 dollars, launching a year late only having one game i really cared about at launch and like only a handful in the first year uh so i was very much in the camp of and then i didn't really care about blu-ray so i was just like mm-hmm. my because hd dvd was better right you had the little add-on for the no no i, I did not did. <laughs> i definitely did i was all i was i was team red man uh, i was i was team 
I'm gonna see how this shakes out. <laughs> well, I there didn't. Blu-rays. You needed to upgrade the firmware to even watch some movies. Like, I just don't understand how that won. Like, what the? Heck? It's because it's it's the same reason. Like, it's because every single PS3 had a Blu-ray player built in. I guess. I think that if you didn't have to buy an add-on for the 360 and it just had it, we would have mm, been having a very maybe. different conversation. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, and then the firmware update thing was never a problem on the PlayStation, so most people didn't have right. to deal with it. You know, because almost every single person I know who had a Blu-ray player, it was their PS3. Mm. Right. So, yeah, like... I was the tech support for all the family and friends in the neighborhood like everybody called me up like what's wrong with my thing and i was i was seeing it all the time man and also i was selling blu-ray players as well like as much as i would want to direct somebody from a blu-ray player to a ps3 like these were like you know moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas like they had no interest in having a playstation and controlling their blu-rays with a controller they wanted a blu-ray player so So, like even my family members who were who were like that i was just like get a ps3 i'll buy you the media remote it is going to save me and yeah. you a lot of hassle. Seriously. <laughs> um, you know, like, same thing with my mom. Like, my mom, she's on my my, my phone plan. And, like, I, I just always get her iPhones because they're way easier to, like, just deal with. Mm-hmm. And, like, if she messes it up, it's way easier to reverse. So sure. Just, so and also, because I personally use iPhones, anything, she lives across the country, so I personally can access it and go, okay, I can fix your problem remotely. Mm. Uh, um, so yeah, like I bought on uh, uh, Braves being in the chat. I was the first 360 I bought was secondhand from someone who just sent it for a red ring. It still works today. I bought an Elite after that for the one hundred twenty dollar uh, HD. I mean, assuming it's gig HDD uh, HDD drive, and then a Slim after that because it was a bundle someone sold me for thirty dollars. And my nice. wow, was starting to fit. Wow, wow. All right. Um, yeah, that's a killer deal. I remember, so I went through those five Xboxes, and on the sixth one, I'm finally good. It's finally working and fine, and everything is okay. Mm. And, uh, but I, the Slims were getting cheaper and starting to get game bundles. So I mm-hmm. sold my current one to a friend and bought a Slim with, a, like, a 320-gig hard drive and two games, and I was just like... Okay, this is my Xbox now, even though I'm not using it as much. Um, yeah, because like even though uh, I moved over to PlayStation and preferred a lot of stuff about PlayStation at the second half of the generation, it was the 360 was still getting Gears Three and still getting a bunch of really good games. You know, I got uh, I actually even liked Connect. Like I loved Dance Central. Shout out to Connect. No kidding, dude. I played so Project much. Natal. Mm-hmm. A whole movie based around the Connect. Play and, uh, yeah. normal activity. Play with Milo. <laughs> right. You're your new little boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> you're just a friend who was a boy. <laughs> God. Uh, Milo. Either way, that was a really creepy demo. It sure was. Uh, this was also the generation of music games, rhythm games. Yes. Yep. Guitar Hero 2 Guitar was World. a big time purchase for me man i remember my parents ended up getting me um a a ps2 at this time and guitar hero 2 i'm like i would rather just like take that back and put money towards guitar hero 2 on the 360 please and dude like that controller by the way that that explorer guitar to this day after all the other guitar heroes all the rock bands that is the best 
guitar out of all of the things, man. Absolutely. I feel like he's going to pull one out right now. He's like, literally he's got that one dude. Amazing. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. And the one sticker, I appreciate the, the, the discipline on that. Yep. The, the all the other stickers have, have peeled and come off. So it's just got the one, the one holdout from launch day. Uh, I have, <laughs> I guess you're with me. Like that is the best. That's yes, the best. guitar. Uh, for me, it was always mm, the guitar Hero three guitar. They yeah. split apart. My problem was that it like it was convenient because it came in two pieces. But if you if you were accidentally like kind of pulling it apart, like the the other like whatever the pinky buttons were, yeah. sometimes didn't work. You have to squeeze it together again, and then it would work again. But uh, I, I never had that issue. Weird, but like I I I'm still like a lot of Guitar Hero. <laughs> did, I, dude, I'm a I was a huge rock band kid. Like I uh, loved rock band and the idea of rock band, the fact that they always had downloadable music. Like I cared so much about rock band and I still do to the point of one, you can still see the the drum set is under that Jersey over there. If you can see can't that. get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, I bought music this year for rock band four. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> like uh, that's not, like, I still play it because yep. they've carried over all your music provided you were to jump through the hoops. Mm-hmm. And I jumped through the hoops because I obviously have some sort of mental sickness. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, so did, yeah. Did this idea that at some point everything's going to go back to normal and you can have people at your house to play. Oh, God. Yeah. I think actual rock band parties were a thing. They yep. were, dude. Like I, yeah. We, we threw one like hours. every week for all of 09. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that sensation you would get too, like you know people probably haven't played guitar hero or those types of games in a long time but you'd be staring at it for so long and then you go look at like the wall in the room or something else would be... everything's moving it would just totally <laughs> jack up your vision and everything <laughs> i i definitely had a preference for the hardware on guitar hero but i think the probably the song selection in rock band games were better but i love the drum set on guitar hero it had like the cymbals on top which um i really appreciate it and then we ended up having like a double kick you get like a, a y adapter and you take a, a, a kick pedal from another set and you could do double kicks so if you're playing like expert metallica games you could get right into it man i was all about metal i'm sorry uh guitar hero and rock band in the 360 days yeah one thing that i really loved about uh the second rock band is the set of instruments they finally kind of perfected everything because i remember the first rock band dude i went through like three drum kick battles people just break oh yeah boys because they were plastic yeah they snap right in half yeah and then uh and then finally in the uh they finally made a metal one for the second one i was like oh thank christ remember you could buy like a 200 hundred dollar rock band drum set like it was damn near like basically just an electric set of drums yeah now they're just 200 dollars. like if you try if you try and find one of the good ones with the silent pads yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah we had those added on yeah that yeah. was a huge it was just a, this popping sound man how do we get away from this stuff in our houses <laughs> um yeah like so like i'm because i i have the rock band one one that was loud as hell currently oh definitely because my one with the good pads broke mm-hmm. um oh. and i've been trying to find one a ps4 one with the good pads and uh it's like i've just have to accept the fact that i'm gonna have to spend 200 dollars. yeah like it's yep. it's just a hard truth i'm gonna have to to deal with so no 
Uh, Xbox had a ton of great exclusives in this generation as well with um, like Bioshock, Mass Effect were two that just yeah. jump out at me big those, time. Those like were they weren't both, available elsewhere. Those were time, the, They did end up being timed exclusives on those, but yeah. Yeah, but and, and third party is really what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. of course, the first party stuff continued on, but like these were good gets for them. Bioshock just like, I, I remember playing the demo. Shout out to demos, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The Bioshock demo and that was like absolutely terrifying because it was, I was really into it. I think every generation you feel like graphics are never going to get better. It's never going to feel like I'm actually in this world. But Bioshock was it, – it felt like I was in it and I was terrified as much as I was enjoying the action of it as well. Uh, GTA 4 timed exclusive DLC. That was my first GTA game, my first 3D GTA game. I played the 1 and 2, but that was I, – I fell in love with that. I, I've beat that game probably two or three times at least. That- then, like, the fact that it, like, became kind of the go-to place for downloadable indie stuff, you know, Splosion Man, yes. Shadow Complex, yes. you know, Braid, Castle Bastion. Crashers was in there. Castle yep. Crashers, yeah, like, mm-hmm. Shadow Complex, and then... Dude, Limbo. Limbo, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't Limbo. a big fan of Limbo, but, like, dude, it was a game that a lot of people really loved. Braid. Uh, you know, and Braid, then, yes, definitely. You know, and then... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, lost. Sorry, the I'm looking through the list here. Yeah, no, I lost it. Okay. Um, but then you had the fact that, and then for the first three to four years of them both being on the market, like you had the fact that multiplats just ran better on the 360. Yep. Like we all like the fear port, the bayonetta port, the uh, orange box port were all horribly orange messed box, up yes. on PS3. Hmm. Um, like I remember like the PS, the, the fact that Call of Duty 4 on PS3 looked and ran the same was like a huge deal at the time. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big deal. Like, oh my God, they're finally making it. So they're almost even weird. But yeah. I never understood like, and again, I, I'm surprised I didn't hear more about this big difference between PS3 and Xbox 360 was you had to install the games on PlayStation. You had to sit there and you'd wait. Even even if you'd have the disc, like it wasn't running off the disc. 360 was still like the good old days. You pop in the disc and you just play it. You might download a patch, but you certainly didn't have to install the game. Um, well, most of them later in its life, you had to do some installs. Like I want to say, uh, I want to say that um, Gears Three required. There was yeah, some you're games. right. There was a hand. There was a handful, but yeah. it was like standard practice right from day one. And you're right, it was like the particularly large games that they needed yeah. to install on the 360. Uh, Braves B says, man, your boy loves a demo. That was so awesome at 360. Yeah, yeah. it was It was a mm-hmm. great feature of it. Um, so the, there was also the fact that like, well, that was because the PS3 just couldn't do it because the Blu-ray disc was so slow. You know, it was so slow mm. and had so much data on it. It just couldn't do it. It's just one of those things that I, I couldn't understand that that wasn't more halting to people. Because, like, to me, it was terrible. I looked at that, and I'm like, I don't want any part of that at all. I'll just keep playing on 360. Um, it's so inconvenient. I didn't really, like, at first I thought it was going to be a big deal, but then I didn't really care. Uh, obviously not, and that's obviously the way that it went for trillions of people. So and, right, Yeah, because now that's just video games. Exactly. <laughs> Especially yeah. because, like, even if you bought, like, I buy all my games digitally when it comes to my Xbox, at least. And 
and like yeah well it's like loading times going from like 64 and 64 where there mm. was no loading times to playstation like what the hell is this loading mm. like you sit there and you wait and that didn't stop people from playing on playstation compared to 64 well yeah especially because on playstation we're getting some benefits of like these games that were just totally mm-hmm. way bigger or... games you couldn't play on the 64 big yeah. time or even if they weren't way bigger uh you know you look at like metal gear solid and like those cutscenes and all the voice acting and Cutscenes, music, all of it, man. Yeah, yeah like for sure. CD quality some of those music. Games with, uh, some of those games with uh, mini games during the loading screens. Yeah. So you weren't just sitting there like looking through your magazine or whatever because you didn't have cell phones back then, right? Yeah. No. Still look at something. <laughs> I wouldn't get my first smartphone until I was in college. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't touch on Prey, which released in 06. That's one of Quinn's uh, favorites. I didn't really care for Prey. it. I really like Prey. Are we still doing every year? No. God, no. <laughs> Have we stopped doing that? Okay. If right. you want to yeah, pick your favorite call. from every year and you remember what <laughs> yeah. came out in that year, I'm more than willing to do that. I will very lazily scroll through. I remember Prey was a big demo for me. I did not get any, I did not actually get the game, but I remember playing the demo a few times. I was like, this, this is just weird. Um, this alien is stabbing this old man to death. What the hell? I remember um, in 2007, yes, it was 07, I finally got Gamefly, and that's when I was just churning through 360 games. And that's also the year I really associate with the 360 being, like, crazy good because, um, you know, being crazy good because that's the year Forza 2 the darkness yep. halo 3 the or- darkness yes the yeah. darkness yeah. i loved the darkness you know orange box mass effect pgr4 mm-hmm. um you know orange box confused games media big time because it was so great seemed like it should be like a game of the year kind of thing and they're like i don't know what to do with this like there's just everything here is like the best value they had to like create categories to celebrate what the heck that thing well, was it's like unheard of cuz it's not one game like right. you know that that would be hard even now because like if that were you know because the way we used to do game of the year uh when i was at an outlet is is like games like that would be one game okay pick a game from it then if you want something from it which was you know, portal for the most part i think yeah mm-hmm. i, I yeah. feel it was definitely portal um you know like i i think that some people like team fortress 2 a lot i definitely did um, I got all the achievements for TF2 in that uh, on the 360. So good. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like 07, I mean, Halo 3 was like, I'd never seen a marketing campaign like that before. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was the game. Um, oh, Brother Nero FGC 360. I one in terms of fighting games because many of the games ran better on 360. The last year, Ultra Street Fighter 4 was at Evo. They were going to run the PS4 version and then switch that to 360 because the PS4 version was broken. That was a like, yeah, and that got a lot of people to buy 360 fight sticks. Like, yeah, wow. for Street Fighter. Yep. Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah, like Street Fighter 4, like because of the online <laughs> was better and because the fact that uh, they made fight sticks so you didn't have to use the 360's terrible d-pad for mm-hmm. fighting games i should one say. of the worst of all time let's be honest yeah um, <laughs> it's a terrible d-pad um yeah. so you, you didn't have to use that people were playing those games on 360 and like it was the evo console um you know like it, it was very different 
No. What a system, man. Fallout 3 became a thing. Fallout 1 and 2, very, very different games. Fallout 3, just like coming out there. Like the, you guys mentioned too, like this this notion of where Bethesda is, this Western RPG just became a staple. And it to me, it kind of starts with Oblivion and then Fallout 3, just massive. And New Vegas out there afterwards as well became very quickly what we just came to expect. Like, so different from what we had before and then became the standard. We're like, we wouldn't go back, man. Right, and then, you know, Mass Effect was in there, and then Fable 2 was another Western RPG that was big. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Mass Effect was so great. And Dragon Age Origins Yep. on there as well. Yep. Very, very PC. And actually, the PC game quite different, as it turns out. Yeah, it was, it was, the Dragon PC Age version was significantly better. I remember doing Game of the Year that year and being like, definitely do the PC version. Uh, but. All right. The 360 version was still really good, though. Like it's the only way you could have played that on a 360. I don't. I don't know. Like I, at least at that time, oh, like yeah, they had, no, they had it, to make those changes. It, it was like it's just a matter of though, like the other release was still stronger. It's just it, you know, you you literally couldn't do it the other way on the console. Yeah, that yeah. solidified. Like Bioware, and I came to those games a little bit later, but Bioware is just like one of my all-time favorite developers because of this era, big time. But then you had like mm. sort of like these other weird games, like Brutal Legend coming in there yeah <laughs> what even was i don't even know if that game knew what it wanted to oh, be it kind of changed so direction awesome. but it was so great speaking of marketing efforts as well like you got jack black and you know even the beginning of the game he's wandering through a, a record store and holy crap that game is special man that game is great but yeah that was also a weird one where people didn't know what to do with it at the time right <laughs> and now we're playing real-time strategy now we're doing real-time strategy and you're hovering over everything and this is what you wanted Mm-hmm. Um, they did a great job with the demo and that they didn't show any of the RTS elements. It was, all, thing. It was, yeah. it was all hack and slash. It was basically going back to our Metal Gear Solid 2 com- uh, conversation of like, we're yeah. bringing you, this is the thing we want, you want, so here you go. And then, oop, well, all right. <laughs> uh, Halo Wars 2, I mean, you want to talk about oh, like, wow. RTS? Yeah. Halo Wars 2 was on 360? I definitely think of that as an Xbox One. Oh, sorry, Halo Wars, reason. not Halo Wars 2. Halo yeah, the, okay. yeah, the, yeah, the original one. So you um, Dead Space, about Halo Wars Super 2. Special Trilogy in there, at least the first two games. Yeah. 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 Again, yeah. your boy loves a demo. That, what was <laughs> yeah. it called? When you, oh, I can't remember what the term is called when you cut off their arms. But that's what that first level oh. was called. That's what that demo was called. The, uh, skate, yeah. speaking of games made by EA. That starting a, a sickness for me that I have yet to skate yeah i can't i fucking i love those games so much and they finally got it backwards compatible on xbox console so i need to go to a game store and get skate 2 so i can fall all and then this will just become a skate 2 channel i'm sorry everyone uh (laughs) over after that um Um, i mean it's gonna be a destiny channel when witch queen comes out so you're yeah i know i know yeah exactly um i just want to say just a real quick thing just to talk about dead space because i just I think that game is great, but that was also like a real good, that game was a real good example of not having to have a HUD for anything. There's your life bar on your spine at go. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. Uh, Hunt in general got better. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. No, you're good. Uh, I I think you're right. The the lack of a HUD that you don't see even even these days too often was really done really well Mm -hmm. with that space. I think people, yeah, started like appreciate like we need to create some more space. We had more real estate to work with with the high resolution. Like just yeah, the, the screen were, just looked different. Yeah, on sixteen by nine, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that HD world. 
one of, we we started getting into like remasters eventually in here, maybe even more in the Xbox One area. But like Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary mm-hmm. is so special, and even probably even more so with Halo Two. Like the the way they redid, I think most most notably the um, like the cutscenes mm-hmm. are just ridiculous. I think the studio is called Blur. Yeah, and they're yep. they're I I honestly think they look better than Halo Five or or um. Halo Infinite stuff. Right. I don't know. I haven't really had them like side by side, but they have like this amazing style to it that is so special even to this day. Uh, um so I will say if you want to talk about things that came out, uh we we talked brought up the rock band games earlier. Beatles mm-hmm. Rock Band. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, Aaron, do you remember that month that game came out? We were going so hard on that. Uh is it was a very good game. And I, <sighs> I bought I bought uh like Beatles I bought like Paul McCartney's guitar and John Lennon's guitar uh, for that came with that game and just played a lot of Beatles. Oh, it was so good. Lots of good music and the art that they did for that. And Paul and Ringo showing up at E3. It's like, all right, yeah, sure. It was so sick. Oh my God. Like this. What a time. And I was already into the Beatles, but like fully, like all the way Beatlemania in 2009 for me. Yep. Um, you know the 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 only thing I can really say bad about the 360 besides Red Rings is these the last third of its life was a little rougher. It kind of mm-hmm. turned into Halo Four's Gears of Halo Four's a Gears Halo Four's a Gears Dance Central. You know, and they sure. were focusing on Connect and media stuff and things of that nature. Um, granted, even the media stuff was cool. I mean, we always talk about like, please bring the Netflix party back. Man, I cannot yeah. believe no one is doing that. Mm-hmm. Incredible to me, because that was a grand-ass time. Especially now with the pandemic. Yeah. Right? Still, yep. they have not done it. Like, I cannot imagine Netflix would not be on board with such a thing. Yeah. Like, Phil Spencer's out here being like, well, we could create a 1 versus 100-esque You know, I was just going to say thing. 1 versus 100. We, yep. we may be doing that. We may be doing work on that. And you're like, like just literally just create some rows of seats and have avatars sit down and they can emote and that's it what are you doing yeah no absolutely like i i think bringing that back um you know at the time this seems like not like this seem or currently this seems like nothing but it was a really big deal to have twitter and facebook apps Mm, like that was that was a big deal um but yeah so but I remember, like, the second half of the 360's life, like, you you don't get as many exclusives. You know, they're really focused on media stuff and connect. Yeah, we were... transformed everything. And that, and that Power On uh, documentary that they did, mm-hmm. that became so clear to me. And it made might have been at the time, too, but it just was very profound to me. Like, going, oh, snap. Like, they, the Wii changed the, the entire direction, like, their entire yeah. focus mm-hmm. of the 360. Very distracting for Xbox. Yeah, the, the, absolutely. The, the thing about that is, is like, Microsoft chased the Wii a lot harder um, mm-hmm. than, than Sony did, and I feel that definitely played out in um, in Sony's favor towards the end of that generation. Because um, mm. I remember that in the generation, a lot of people I knew were buying a second console or were moving over um, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, like, and I was one of them, to be fair. Like, I have been an Xbox fan for most of my life, but, like, from 2010-ish to, like, 2015, there's this gap where Mm -hmm. I just kind of, 
went over to PlayStation and PC in a big, big way. Right. The Vita uh, was somewhere in there as well. That had a lot to do with it. Um, PS3 was just a great console. Like, let's just be honest. And mm-hmm. Podcast Beyond, probably one of the biggest podcasts on the video game podcasts on the planet. So PlayStation centric. Like that had a lot to do with where mm-hmm. I was at that time. You know, the Vita was was a huge part of my transition to PlayStation for yeah, a few years. Yes, I had a Vita, and like the Vita was launching with games that like really appealed to me. Like I love Final Fantasy X. I got a Final Fantasy X port. I love Persona Four. Same thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I, I it, it had a full-on Marvel vs. Capcom port. worked well on it. Yes. Like, yep. It, yep. it was, you know, that thing, you know, I love Uncharted. It had an Uncharted on it. Like, Great yeah. Uncharted game. Very good one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, liked it. So, I, you know, I, and not that there were bad games at the end of the 360s life. You know, Gears 3 was awesome. Dan yeah. Central 3 was awesome. Horde mode was was introduced with Horde, uh, Gears Two, which yep. again transformed multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wanted mm-hmm. a Horde mode yep. in their multiplayer games, mm-hmm. and then so good. But yeah, so like you you have these, you know, but like it was a lot of sequels and a lot of playing it safe versus PlayStation kind of just put out the Move controller and then says, okay, we're back to making what you came here for. Yeah, yeah. good good games. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like so, like they kind of put out. And then, like, you have the launch of the the Xbox One, the reveal of the Xbox One, which I feel was so damaging to Xbox that it took until now to fully recover. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're talking about this now. Cool. All right. Um, so before we move on to Xbox One, what is everyone's favorite 360 game? Oh, I can't. I can't nail down to one, man. Oh my god. Are we are we talking about like like exclusive or just our, our favorite memory with the Xbox? Let's go our favorite memory with the 360. Uh, I mean, okay. look, man, I, I it's got to go Halo Three. Like we we why made this, channel this story, We made this podcast in Halo Three. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> That's over a decade ago. Yeah, like, and yet we're still here. We're still talking about Halo. We're still playing it. Like Halo Three, like Halo Two. I know you you really like pushed in on that, but like Halo Three for me was that first introduction to that world, and it just was was everything to me at that time. So it it was a big deal. Like it, like you never saw a marketing campaign like that. You yep. and I specifically remember logging in the day it came out, and I have never seen this before, and I have not seen it since. Where I had literally everyone on my Xbox Live friends list online, and yeah. literally every single one of them except two people were playing Halo Three. Yeah, yeah. it was in fucking credible, <laughs> and then and then the world felt shit. <laughs> yeah, many and downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I feel like That's... we could all probably say Halo. Um, right, which makes me feel like I should say something else as well. But well, that's oh, I don't mean. To, I, that's not why I say that. I only say that yeah. for me to jump towards. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to say three games: um, Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, because of course mm-hmm. Mass Effect. Yeah. But I think the thing that I want to point out while I mention it is, you don't see games do this ever. Um, you have your choices and your save games carry from one game to the next game to the next game, and that almost in and of itself. Even if the game wasn't as masterful as it turned out to be, or the series uh, as masterful as it turned out to be, you don't have lesser games doing save games carrying over one to the. So it had that in addition to its 
you know, amazing story, amazing graphics at the time. I, I remember thinking that there's nothing that could possibly look better. And now that's laughable to look back on um, the exploration element of it. The, my, my choices seem to matter. Like all the things, man, Mass Effect 1, 2 and 3. It was such a I want to do that again. And now we have the Legendary Edition, which is great because I kind of want to do that. I played I, Mass Effect 1 last year, probably do two this year. I, yeah, I finished one last year and got like a halfway through two. Um, mm-hmm. so. And then other things happened, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, other games happen. Yep. If I have to go outside of Halo, I'd say, like, probably, like, the Rock Band Fever or Gears. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yep. Like, I remember yep. Gears 3 coming out, and I was trying to get those Horde mode achievements, and me being up way past my bedtime, having work and college the next day. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, like, I had to be up at, like, 7 in the morning, and, like, it's 2 a.m., I'm half asleep, and we're on level forty nine or fifty. Yes. Like, oh, just I remember being like half asleep when we finally killed the last boss on wave fifty, and be just like, I'm satisfied. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, Man, I, I think for me, like I'd have to piggyback off that rock band comment. There yep. were so many nights after work where we go to a coworker's house and play rock band for hours. Yep. And you know, next next day, finish work, go do it again. Next day, finish mm-hmm. work, go do it again. Um, but my my favorite game uh, is on a console that has a dearth of JRPGs. There's like none. Uh, there's a handful. Uh, so it, it's kind of weird to me that my favorite game on the on the console is a JRPG, but it's Lost Odyssey, That's and it doesn't do amazing game. It doesn't do anything. Um, I think that's like particularly. Uh, new in the genre except for those dream sequences where you really get into the character's motivations his experiences as an immortal person and it it's they're just so heartbreaking and depressing and just really really good insights into the to, characters to me it feels like a final fantasy game that like well we don't have the license but let's make one anyway was this the right. first time final fantasy was on yes. xbox at all yes final yeah. fantasy 13 yeah, yes. or even before that Final Fantasy Eleven. Yep. Uh, Final Speaking Fantasy... of marketing campaigns, Lightning was just everywhere. So that's yeah. why I think of thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But no, unless you count Final Fantasy Eleven, then then yes, the, this would be oh, the man. first one. Um, this was the era of Batman games, like superhero yep. games. Totally mm-hmm. changed over. Man, there's so much that the 360. Like it, we just never look back after Batman Arkham or uh, uh, Arkham Asylum. It, yep. it was it was such a long time period too for the, this mm-hmm. generation. Like it, and to, and like it's kind of probably one of, if not my favorite console generation. It might be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So like uh, you know. Uh okay so um let's let's get on to the dark times uh, <laughs> the dark times the, all the, right you know, uh I remember the PS4 reveal happens in February and Xbox is like May unveiling the future of entertainment and that is the second worst media event I've ever watched in my entire life oh. it was so bad. Can I be I will, honest with you guys? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I feel like I was the only person on the planet who was like, "Yeah, I want my connect to like watch me walk around the room on my Skype calls. I am here for it. I want my fantasy. I was big into fantasy then too. Like I wanted all the things. Like I was like, sign me up, dude. I am so there was definitely a there was definitely a minority of people that were like, I don't see what the big problem is. And, well, and I like that it was different. 
is yeah. is the thing that yeah. I was really because I assumed yeah. that there was going to be games, which maybe was wrong for me to do. And I think other people read the tea leaves a little bit better than I did. But I just kind of like it's an Xbox. There will be games. They're just talking about everything that they're adding on top of it. But I might have been a little wrong about that part. Uh, I I mean, like, and then obviously the biggest the, what's that? The, the backwards compatibility comment. Yes, uh, those 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 two oh, things. Yeah. Reason I didn't I didn't end up getting one. That was it. It was that combined with PlayStation coming out later with Adam Boy just being like, "Here's how you can play share use games with your friends." Absolutely perfect. Well, yeah, like at the time I didn't understand. Like I I always had my my console plugged into the internet anyways, so that like didn't bother me at all. Sure. The, the fact that of um, we have a system for that, the 360, like. I had a 360, so I like I didn't have a problem with like personally. I didn't feel attacked, and I mm. often wonder how many people personally felt offended, or if they were feeling offended for other people. And I feel like that's kind of the start of things that we started seeing on social media at that time. It was like, but what about the military people? Like, are you in the military? Like, I understand that you might be concerned for these people who aren't going to be able to check in online, but like you yourself, your console has been plugged into the internet nonstop since the original Xbox. Like, right. are you, do you really have a problem with it? And I really, as people listen to this, I want them to think about that back in the day. So I didn't have as much yeah. a problem as that as I did the used game stuff. Because at the time, I was in college, and I was yeah. super, super, super broke. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, like, homie. That was I, the deal. Let's put it this way. When I, when I got a job that paid me $11 an hour, I was elated. Right. Okay, if this tells you anything. Yeah. about how broke I was. So I was only going to buy one of these boxes at first until maybe tax season. And them coming right. out and having that used game comment. And, and $100 more. And then, like, the the whole, uh, you know, end of the 360 only having Halo Gears Fable Forza kind of yeah. soured me a little bit. Those two things combined and that just god-awful presentation had me real mad like i the internet thing like yeah it's annoying like my internet went out during a big windstorm last week and mm-hmm. like but otherwise i haven't had a real outage in years same yeah so and i'm getting even better internet next month it's looking like so Thanks. and as it turns out like whether or not it's checking into the internet or not like even to this day you kind of need internet to play these things like you need to update the thing you need to update the game you need to update the software like that's just the way that it is and i i just don't know like i felt like i didn't understand where people were coming from with a lot of that very loud outrage they should have been outraged by the price and underpowered like i feel like there were very i'm not trying to say that they came out like swinging they people had very real reasons to be upset Uh, with what the xbox one was it was a slower console the Mm used game thing the price tag um I feel like Connect should have been an option. Like, hey man, like I get why they were trying to standardize it so every dev. I like that. I like that a lot actually that they were trying to standardize it. But like, as Nintendo could tell you, just because you put a standardization in doesn't mean people will use it. Very true. Yeah, I mean that was the Wii U gamepad. Yeah, like really, yeah, very similar. And I remember, and I remember covering the launch. Like this was my first console launch that I was covering as press. And we're doing we're doing the lines and like I'm going to people interviewing them in line one by one by one, and like well so why did you choose the PlayStation because PlayStation came out like a day or two earlier like a week earlier, and they're like oh man Xbox can't play used games or like yeah. Xbox isn't getting Destiny which it totally was, 
And I go to our camera guy, Anthony, and I'm like, this is going to be a massacre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be so fucking bad for Microsoft right now. Yep. And we go to the next week. First off, the Xbox line is like half as long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's mostly guys like us. We're just super in the know. Who knew that they went back on those decisions for the most part mm-hmm. and knew mm-hmm. that Sunset Overdrive and stuff like that is coming, you know. And I actually think the 360, or not 360, the Xbox One had a stronger launch than the PS4. I think, uh, like, PS4, like, Killzone was fine. Resogun was amazing. Resogun's great. Yeah, but, like, you look over at Xbox, like, Killer Instinct was awesome. Dead Rising was really good. Forza was really good. Um, You know, and then, like, I think that springtime, it was Infamous Second Son versus Titanfall. You know, I, I love both those games equally. Titanfall's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first time I was PlayStation the first to give free games with their service with like PS yes, Plus was yes. was first. Yeah, That's yes. actually amazing. Yeah. They don't PlayStation does almost nothing first. And for them to add that kind of value to their service is just like was bonkers. They had Xbox had to catch up later with games with gold, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, like yep. the entire beginning of the Xbox one was them doing shit to build goodwill I think after the first year, they realized, okay, we've lost this generation. We need to keep the guys who who we have, mm-hmm. and we just yeah. need to get ready to blow their doors off with the next thing. There uh, really was like if you were in Xbox, you felt very like cared for in a weird kind of way. Like you, they definitely made that shift. Like we're not winning anybody else back over, but anybody who bought an Xbox, you're not going to regret it. And anybody who was there with the 360, I think that this is where the motion to where they were going now is like really started to to connect, which was they looked at the 360 as such a successful um, era for them that they go, we need to bring these games over. And that was something that like that backwards compatibility move for them was just it was huge. can't be understated. Even to this day, like they're just PlayStation I, can't compete. I, I cannot tell you how many 360 games I just play on my Series X. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and it's a great feature because i can also like my roommate who skipped most of the xbox platform i can be like here play this and you're playing the best version of it because it's getting upscaling and all this other stuff you know like right. it, it was a, it was a big deal at the time you know like it was it was it was huge in a, in a very big way it's um, like a console yeah you know because like this generation that generation started out no one had it and, mm-hmm. like, yes, it was only select titles at first, and even is now, but almost all of my 360 games are playable, and about half of my original Xbox games are playable. Yeah. And that's that's a big deal. Yeah. They needed, you started seeing them, like, almost having these, um, these boxing matches mm-hmm. on E3 stages or various stages, like, in a bigger way, I think, than, than prior motions. And it all started with that small video you guys mentioned, like, this is how you share games. And, like, what is playstation or xbox going to come to the table with next to like really start to win us back like this was a very it was a very desperate time and this is where you get things like game pass like game pass like when it started wasn't even you have to remember it started out as like a there's a collection of games but otherwise not very notable i think that is sort of like launched and it again seemed very optional for a lot of people like that's another subscription i'm not really in for um but they didn't just stay there they you could oh, oh the other the real differentiator for Game Pass and for anybody who was there on day one for Game Pass was like the fact that you could download the game instead of streaming like you would on on PlayStation, and it wasn't until a lot longer that they said the day one thing. 
Like that Xbox One exclusive games are going to be day and date. That's what got me. Like that's yeah. what that's what finally got me is like, oh, so I don't have to pay for Sea of Thieves, and I was really excited to try Sea of Thieves. So I was just like, fuck yes, let's get in. Mm-hmm. And I yep. loved Sea of Thieves, and I kept I kept I the, I was subbed off and on until like this the series though not the series the xbox one x came out and yeah. we start we started to get gears 5 and we started to get forza 7 i believe it was and horizon 3 and all those kind of games around it and horizon 4 and i was just like okay i see what they're doing like they're, they're setting it up for the big win yeah like they're, they're setting it up for the long term and uh versus sony who to ps4's credit they did exactly what the market wanted at the time a standard game console that has great exclusives and is powerful they they and read- partnerships i think i think the exclusives are the obvious thing but like the partnerships mm-hmm. remember when call of duty went over to playstation like mm-hmm. now this is the home of playstation and at the time we were looking at like ghosts and we're like well, nobody i think i remember people even saying nobody cares about call of duty anymore it couldn't be further from the truth. Like that generation for Call of Duty was gigantic. And the partnership with Bungie was, again, it felt more like a spiteful thing. Like there was more to it than just like they're going to be over there and partnering there with marketing deals oh, and things. The, it was a backstab. Like Bungie used to be with them and now they're over uh, here. Like and, a lot of that playground fighting happened. Yeah. And I know so many people who bought a PS4 to because that was getting Destiny for like the Destiny DLC first, and that yep. had the Destiny console, and it was going to be got the me. Destiny box. Didn't even know what Destiny was. I didn't even understand this like MMO light, whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Like I didn't I, understand it at all. I just wanted it. It looked I, awesome. I thought it was going to be World of Warcraft meets Halo, and those are my two favorite games ever. So I was just like, oh, so you're making the perfect video game. I see. Yep. Mm, yep. I thought it was more Mass Effect cross Halo. And so in that perspective, I was a little disappointed. But ultimately, yeah. like, there's a lot of genres that kind of emerged on console in this generation that I don't think that we really talk about too much either. But Battle battle Royales is one. And this sort of like ongoing like games that have huge amount of end content, end game content happened during the Xbox uh, One era, PS4 uh, era. MMOs, Warframe, DCU, yeah. uh, yeah. it's not on Xbox, but Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Those were all console games. Like it, it was weird to see MMOs come to a console. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, like that was that was a notable thing. Like it was, and you know, they, Elder they, Scrolls. Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, right. I remember the year that I remember Xbox really turning it around was my second E3, where I went to the Microsoft booth and did the press conference, and I saw the Elite controller, and I saw backwards yep. compatibility. Mm-hmm. And I played Halo 5 multiplayer and was like, all three of these things are fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, like, oh, and Killer Instinct Season 2. Like, oh, Killer Instinct is so good. Yes, yes. thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I dude, I played that game on stream. Like, I was prepping to play it at Evo Online, and that got canceled because of Scandal, and I was so disappointed. But, wow. like, streaming that game was super fun. Um, So, yeah, you have... Uh, you know, you 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 add a, a lot of adversity, and then mm-hmm. you know they slim that big ugly Betamax machine down. They cut the price. They ditch the connect, backwards mm-hmm. compatibility. Um, you know, j- uh, release a more powerful console. Which uh, to this day, the Xbox One X is my favorite looking console. Yeah, I think it looks mm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, 
and then you know for and then they bought went out and bought a bunch of studios and then last year 2020 on the 20th anniversary in my opinion it's one of the two best years for xbox ever like so many good initiatives so many good games um you know you you look at last year flight sim gears tactics halo forza psychonauts um you know smaller All game games has. You know. MLB the show on Xbox. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, we're skipping ahead for, for sure. So awesome. And that's just it. Like they're just they they got scrappy. Right from the beginning, they they're continuing to be scrappy. And I like that. I like that because it it feels like the original Xbox. It does. Like right. the, that console shouldn't have existed. They had to steal Windows from the Windows team to even like make this whole thing work. And that's kind of where they're at now. They've just got a couple trillion dollars at their back. So right. it helps yeah. a little bit. And you know, the Bethesda purchase, right? Like how oh, huge is that? How unbelievably huge is that? You know the the like all these kind of different things where like you know you go look at Game Pass on like I'm on Game Pass on PC right now. Outer Wilds, Battletoads, Ori. Tell me why? Like that they, they have Ori bit- is it? Ori is a game that that it's I think people in people's memory it will only suffer because it was on Xbox on Xbox One at that time. Like that's it. There are games that are on Xbox One that are so great, but they just it was unfortunate where they were and what the public perception of that platform was at the time because Ori is one of the if not one of the best games that came out in that generation. But it's marred because it was on Xbox One. Most people didn't even know. They don't know about it. Yeah. And they really should. If it was on a PlayStation or if it was on Nintendo, you'd hear people screaming from the rooftops about that. Yeah, and it got the Nintendo port and no one cared. Right. You know, and it's the same thing with with, um, Sunset Overdrive. You got the PC Mm -hmm. port. No one cared. Yeah. You know, um, you know, what was it? Arguably Titanfall as well suffered from that as well. Like it was one of, it was the game that was, uh. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the great exclusives on Xbox One, it wasn't about the game. It was about the system that it was on that really dictated what the what the narrative was. Titanfall, Quantum Break, um, Rise of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, like that was that the exclusive deal heard around the world that pissed off absolutely everybody. Created a separate set of rules oh, that Xbox was allowed to do, that PlayStation was allowed to do. Like that was not cool with people. Tomb Raider was not supposed to be exclusive on Xbox. (laughs) To this day, whenever Xbox gets a big exclusive, you get a bunch of people who are just super pissed Mm -hmm. that are just like, you know, this should also be on PlayStation. I'm just like, okay, then God of War should be on Xbox. No! Well, I I mean, Street Fighter is another example that, like, there's other, there's other things that go cross flat to, to, uh, to exclusive. And I think that, yeah, like, why why is it okay for Street Fighter but not okay for Tomb Raider? Like I just and I I will never be convinced that these arguments are are good to me. I I don't right. like it. Like I, it's just yeah, a business same. deal. It's just a business deal, and that has to be okay. And, and they're trying to get you to buy their box, or in the case of Xbox, of buy course. their service. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's and that that's the that's the console the dirty console war secret right now that all the Sony fans don't I feel don't understand is. Microsoft doesn't give a shit if you buy the box anymore. Like right. they care enough, like they hope you do, but mm-hmm. as long as you get Game Pass and you're playing it via the cloud or playing it via your PC and you're subbed, they're good. You know? Yeah. You're getting Halo on Steam? Fantastic. 
cool. That's basically where Xbox has to live now. They can't steal games in terms of exclusivity, but they can make it such a no-brainer. Like, why would you go buy this game for six or seventy dollars over there when you get it with Game Pass over here? Well, right. I know so many people who are giant Bethesda fans. Like, they're huge. Oh yeah. And they like they were so upset, but then I told them. But then like I told them like, you won't have to pay. Like you can right. Like what. You know, and then like I was told, you don't even need to buy an Xbox. Just play it on your computer, right? Or, like play it on your phone if so inclined. <laughs> you know, like, like it's just, I don't get why people are so mad about these in some cases. Unless you only buy and play on PlayStation, which I don't think anyone does anymore. You yeah. Know, at minimum, they have a computer or a phone as well. Definitely a phone. And like I and I think it's smart for Microsoft to be in these places. Yeah. Um so yeah, like you know, it, it's and I love my Series X. It gets way more use than my PS five does in all honesty. Mm. Um, you know, I think the interface is better, I think it's snappier. Quick resume is an amazing feature that uh it's is amazing. High, highly underrated. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, you know, it's it's this thing that uh, I, I think that and as they bought more studios, I think that, you know, PS5 is outselling it, but not as big as a, nearly as big as a blowout before. I really do think Xbox could catch it. And it's in such a good place this upcoming year. Right. Even with PlayStation having their exclusives finally hitting this year. You know? In the end, it, it just doesn't seem like Xbox or Microsoft cares as much. Maybe they do. Maybe there's conversations that happen. But like in the end, it, like, it doesn't appear that way. What, it, what happens is, regardless of the number of sales and how they compare to each other, is like the experience on Xbox is undeniably awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't even want to get into is it better or worse than the other thing. You just like you look at Xbox and you go like, it's pretty good. This is like worth my time and my money and my. They even like changed the the metrics. Like they, because uh, to your point, it's getting outsold. It has been getting outsold for the longest time. They go like, well, how long are people playing? Like how long are they on this box? And that mm-hmm. actually matters a lot. It sounds like marketing spin, but it matters to the point of you and me and anybody else saying my PS5 is gathering dust. Like that's the reality of it. Like it's still sold. It's still a, a metric that counts towards consoles sold. Mm. But if you're not playing it, then like, does it really matter? Are you spending time and money on that platform? And they've really done that shift. I think it was smart to do that. No. I, and I, and I remember the event I went to where they, they revealed that it was in 2016. It was their spring showcase. And I'm sitting in Phil Spencer's presentation and he's like, we're con- we're more concerned about Mal monthly active users, and they w- and they went over that, and they went over, um, and this is before the cross buy cross play thing was revealed. Oh so, yeah, that was this Gen two man. So so every time I went to go talk to someone, like, so is this coming to PC two? And you, their answer was like, oh maybe. Blah, blah, blah. I I could tell that like the from their answers. Like, oh, so yes, so you're just not allowed to tell me. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, so that that was neat. Um, this is a personal story, and I've told on the podcast before, but I think it'll be a fun story for Sean and uh, the people from his audience that watch this. Uh, I have met Phil Spencer once, and I got completely oh, blindsided God. by the man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer's funny. He's super cool. But... Uh, I'm not sure if you've been to these press events, but like at their table, they have uh, like 
bunch of food laid out for lunch. And I'm sitting there, like, picking up a sandwich, picking up a thing. And he just comes up and starts talking to me and then introduces himself, like, hi, I'm Phil. And I'm like, I know who you are, man. You just talked <laughs> in front of everyone. Like, what? Jesus. You, I, I'm glad you're so down to earth you think you need to introduce yourself. But, mm-hmm. okay. And then he starts talking to me about the primary election that just happened in my home state. And I'm just like, what? He asked me, like, where you were from. Yeah. And you were like, Nevada. He's like, oh, yeah, Trump won there. Like, yeah, tr- Trump won the primary there, right? And I'm like, yeah, he sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why I'm here, but if that's okay. I would like to talk to you about that Killer Instinct Season 3 demo behind you. Seriously. <laughs> Um, God damn it! Yeah, and then like twenty minutes later, because at the time this was, I was working for a website that was very big on interviews, and I would like to get back to doing that eventually. I mm-hmm. uh, would actually love to interview you sometime, Sean. Um, but hi, uh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, what what ends up what what ends up happening is like twenty minutes later, I'm like sitting there, like in this like booth thing. Uh, with uh, our camera guy and our the, we had someone from the art staff come with us. And I just go, fuck! I just realized I missed an opportunity to interview Phil Spencer. <laughs> and it's like, god damn it! Uh, when it hits you later, that's there's nothing quite like it, man. Uh, this yeah. this era for me was very special in that like this is when the Xbox Drive started for me. Mm-hmm. Um, back when Xbox was not a cool console at all. Like, nobody nobody really liked it. Even I remember even starting going, like, is this such a good idea? But we were there when Game Pass started, uh, when they announced the day and date stuff with the first-party stuff. And mm-hmm. we, we had such great opportunities to see some stuff that we otherwise would never see. Like, this is the era of console that, like, really changed my life in terms of content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to see... Uh, I got to go to the coalition and see Gears 5 before, like, well before it was out. I got to record gameplay from it and talk to Rod Ferguson and, and the members of the team. Like, that, those are memories I will have for the rest of my life. Like, on top of the games, um, going to E3, being part of FanFest and all that stuff. Like, it all happened in these, in these years. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a thing to, like, to say to brag, but it's probably mostly just, like, when I look back on the Xbox One era, it's through the lens of all of that. Like I can't separate all those things I was able to participate in from just the game. So I look back very fondly, of course, on Xbox I, one, but it's, I, on top of all that, I just think it's a really interesting time for video games in general, that they can turn the ship. We just listed, I don't know how many moves they made, which is gigantic. Mm-hmm. The three different systems they had from the one to the one S to the X and back compat and game pass and day and date. Like there's so much the elite controllers, there's so much there, all squeezed into a single console generation that I have a lot of appreciation for everything about it, regardless of how it started. Yep. Yeah, no, and I, and like on the press side of things, because I was basically until 2019, so the, you know, almost the end of the generation, I was doing, you know, reviews and interviews and stuff like that. And, you even felt the Microsoft switch in the media side because when it came to PlayStation, it was really hard to get a hard their people, oh, big time. PR people, like almost impossible. And they instead of having internal PR, they switched to an outside agency, and just all this stuff. Versus Microsoft, we got review copies constantly, yeah, of mm-hmm. everything, 
Uh, they had very good communication. It was very easy to set up interviews. It was very mm-hmm. easy to set up event coverage. Um, and it was just a huge difference. Um, so, you know, they even they, even the video games in general changed. Um, podcasts became massive. Like there's just a huge explosion of podcasts and as well, like Twitch streaming became a thing in this generation. So like just the nature of video games, in addition to we got better hardware, like how people played and how communities were mm-hmm were created and and those types of things were way different than the 360 days so yes. i don't know it's just, like those to me is just they get lost in the conversation when like generally speaking you think xbox one you're like what a mess you're like well there was a lot that happened in these what seven years six or eight years i think yeah seven, was, seven, eight, yeah like yeah. you know and you know emily uh bringing you into the discussion for the first time in a while I'm sorry. <laughs> uh was uh you know you finally got an xbox one this year yeah um so you know, yeah you, you, finally you, you get to get caught up on all that rad 360 xbox one content so that's oh. cool you know like that I'm, <laughs> I'm actually really excited to hear your experiences with all this stuff you never got to try um because a lot of it is really neat so yeah um yeah so i guess let's wrap up so uh what was everyone's favorite xbox game this past year 2020 uh, one, Jesus. 2020. <laughs> Five is a flat circle. Uh, um. uh, some would say a 360. Um. <laughs> That's me laughing at your joke. Um, uh, let me pull up Xbox here. Uh, uh, so like, what was your favorite Xbox game this past year, uh, 2021? And then what are you most excited for going into 2022 on the Series X and S? You know, Xbox exclusive because like I I my favorite memory of going through Xbox this last year is just having Game Pass and being able to pull <laughs> up whatever games are coming. Uh, you know, I've I've been meaning to check out some more Into the Pit, which I checked out on a stream recently, and that came out on Game Pass, and that's a good time. I see Outer Wilds recently got added, and I hear so many good things about that game. I want to try and jump in again and figure that out. I love that I can just download Forza Horizon 5 and oh, like, yeah. all right, cool. Absolutely. Let's just go. Great game. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on here. Age of Empires 4, I can just fire up when I want to. Uh, man, Bronson, I don't know about, I don't know how I feel about It Takes Two yet, but it's been making an impression. Uh, yes, you and I have been streaming that every Thursday night and because it won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Yep. And like, that game is cool. It's yeah. really other than the scene where it makes you torture a stuffed elephant for no and, reason and God, brutally murder her. It was rough. Um, but uh, get the heads up on that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I've I've had a lot of great memories. Uh, it's been fantastic to see Halo back. Uh, of like, course, obviously, this was. Mass Chief Collection really finally started coming into its own, but like this last year was really like, all right, Halo Infinite's coming, and now they're adding a bunch of stuff, and let's just play some ha- some Halo here. And it was just it was a grand time going through all the campaigns again, and then and then Halo Infinite came out, and mm-hmm. you know we can talk about Halo Infinite. That's a podcast all its own. Um, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I suppose that would be my favorite memory. Just seeing like, oh yeah, Halo's here. It's back. It's doing its totally back. Um, uh, For me, I would say that, like, obviously my favorite Xbox game was a multi-plat, but it was, my game of the year was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, nice. Oh, so good. 
so yep. good. Well, right. shout out to like you know we talked about how JRPGs were not exi- non-existent on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Now they're just it seems to me like mostly a given. There's obviously a few exceptions out there, but Tales of Arise was one of my favorite games oh. of the last year, and it's just like we would kill for games like that on, in the original Xbox mm-hmm. in 360 mm-hmm. days or even one. Now they're just there, and yep. I the- adore that game oh my gosh they so need good. to port persona i don't know why they haven't yet in <laughs> fact i was actually really mad that i found out persona ultimax was not coming to the xbox it's coming that to seems PC. like the final nut to crack doesn't it like persona seems like that's it i mean I, speaking of final fantasy like back as an exclusive over on playstation for 16 whenever the heck mm-hmm. that's gonna happen that feels right. weird that yep. also feels weird like it's i mean i guess the solution is just buy all the boxes right it's what it always is at the end of the day, right? <laughs> when you want to play video games, you eventually just get you, all of them. You just or you get roommates, and each person like that's what I did for this last generation. Nice. For like, I I got a PS4, and then my friend got a Wii U, you know. And then I was like, all right, let's try to figure out let's let's coordinate how to spread this all out. Yep. Like I like I just end up getting all of them over time, except this generation because this is the first generation where I had like big boy grown up money when everything came right. out. So, you know, um, yeah. yep. like, and then graphics cards became impossible to get. So, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of makes yeah. the decision easier for you. Yeah, like, yes. It sure does. You know, it's like, hmm, I want to play games at 4K 60 FPS. I could pay $1,500 for a scalped graphics card, or I could just follow Wario 64 and get a console. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I'd say as for most excited for the coming year, uh, probably Destiny of the Witch Queen, though I'm excited to see what Starfield is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super uh, sure. Starfield. I, I don't know how to feel about Starfield yet because, man, Bethesda, they've been going through a time. Let me yeah. tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very curious what that game looks like given everything that's happened. And then there's maybe... a lot riding on that game. Like yes. it's, it's mm-hmm. uh, for Bethesda on its own, but also as like a choice for Xbox to acquire to make such a big deal about this acquisition. Like there's it's more than just a game release in a big, big way. So it has to hit. They've been developing this game for like a decade or something stupid like that. So it's, they kind of have to hit the deadline or the the uh, the release date, I think. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that you said it the way that you did. Because a lot of people are just hyped about it and they don't, I don't think they really know why. <laughs> D- dude, a- after like, what, God, 12 years podcasting about video games in some capacity, uh, I am tentative of everything. Like, oh, yeah. I am super excited for like Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, but I'm also like, real, I have like the thought in the back of my mind of like, what if it sucks? It'll be trash. <laughs> yeah. This, this could suck. This is just getting older, you guys. Like when you've been around the block a few times, you get you get hurt, you get jaded a little bit. You know, anybody who knows Nintendo, we've been there. You get a little. Oh God, you get a little. Mm-hmm. That's truth. Yep, that OLED is totally 4K. It's the Switch Pro. Just kidding. <laughs> Lol. But that's kind of how I am with Dying Light too. Is uh, oh, I, I yeah. thought Dying Light was mm-hmm. such a special game uh, on the Xbox One and PS4. PS4 is actually where I played it, um, and you know, there's. A 500 hours worth of gameplay in this thing. Yeah. One of I will say about this game when I saw them first reveal it, it looked like one of the the most ambitious games I'd ever seen. Like it, it elevated itself to that level. Just all the things, all the different like you make this choice and it's going to impact this faction over here or whatever. Like it's going to change the world. Um, I'm super intrigued by that, 
And on top mm-hmm. of the fact that I think it had really great mechanics and the, the parkour element is probably the closest thing to a Mirror's Edge that we're going to get anytime soon. So you can <sighs> jump around the world here. So I'm, I'm really excited, but I don't know. I, in, a, in a game fantasy kind of thing where we're picking games that we think are going to review quite well, that one did, I've done two of them so far, and I've not picked Dying Light 2, even though I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah, um, do you think Fable hits next year? 2024, mm. I could, or 2023, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's the thing, when people talk about, like, the year of Xbox, like, I'm looking at my first thought was Dying Light 2. I think that tells you everything you need to know about kind of where the studios are, unless they've got some sort of weird surprise for us. Yeah. In my mind, like, the biggest release that uh, Xbox One Studios have, or Xbox Studios have, first party, is Microsoft Flight Simulator Top Gun Maverick expansion pack cuphead dlc i would love that cuphead deals and again like not really it's not the same like it's a reach you know to that's what we have like uh, like uh halo co-op and forge yeah uh whatever expansion they put out to sea of thieves right Yeah. yeah maybe some lego or hot wheels or some sort of equivalent to forza horizon 5 like Perfect Those, Dark. That's where we're at, because Perfect Dark is forever away. Hellblade is probably forever away. Like, all know, these they, other, like They finally showed gameplay of Hellblade, so I'm a little more, you know, invested. Like, I think we're 12 happen. to 16 months away from that. I can see it. I can see... The thing is, is I think around summer we're going to get a better idea of what's hitting this year. And, like, knowing how long certain things have been in development, I could see that new Forza... I think they need until like by February. I think if I remember of 2021, February, mm-hmm. Nintendo and PlayStation both had some sort of director state of play or whatever, and they did really well with it. Mm-hmm. And then Xbox is like, we're here too. And I think that's when they had like the four hour indie special thing. And it's like, guys, not quite or whatever, um, whatever they do. It just didn't seem to match up. And they need to, I think they, they, they need to make sure that they keep the Halo community involved because that's got to be one of the biggest things going on in, in Xbox land right now. But they also, I think, need to tell Game Pass subscribers why they need to stay subscribed February, March, April, May. Like, I don't know what else is coming, and I, I, I think it, they need to It was such a bummer that. to see Destiny leave Game Pass on the console. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Like, that was such a big deal because, like, you got Destiny on all the expansions, mm-hmm. and, like, I had to rebuy all of the expansions. No, granted, I can't. I went in during the Black Friday sale, so I only had to spend $30. Oh, smart. Yep. Oh, good one. But, like, it's still just super bummer. So, like, the, you know, they did the Mass Effect trilogy, which that's big, and they did a bunch of indie games. I feel like February needs something. And I don't know. Right. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I think they need a roadmap rather than what they every time they have an announcement, people are happy. Mm-hmm. Like this is what's coming out now in January. But I do think they need to look out the next couple of months in a row. That's just my maybe that's just my opinion, though. I, th- I like it just seems like it's been a while since they said, here's what's coming for the next five, six months. Right? I, so I, think I, they, I, I don't think they can wait till E3 to do that. Yeah, I, I th- it's it's they, they just have so much momentum and goodwill like they need to keep it going. You know, like even if it's even if it's something like like, oh, hey, un, you know, because every E3, they always put out something that's like it makes me th- it's closer than you think. Right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it's uh, exciting, though. Like, I like not knowing what's the like their Starfield and that's it. And I, <laughs> I kind of just am assuming that there's going to be more to holiday this year than that. But because they hope. really did. They I think Xbox this year more than ever. Seemed to me like they dominated the holiday season. Oh, God, yeah. Sony yeah, wasn't yeah. there, and Nintendo had uh, Pokemon. 
I mean, mm-hmm. actually, Nintendo was a weird. It was a weird holiday for for Nintendo. Pokemon yeah. and um, Mario Party going to the casuals. Yeah, uh, yeah. and like Metroid yeah. was a month before. It's not like Nintendo had nothing, but certainly PlayStation had let them like with a wide open runway. I, I was holiday season. I, yeah, like they put out Deathloop, and I think it was September, and then just left it. Like right. that was it. Like uh, versus Xbox, you know, you had Halo, you had Forza. You know, and both of those were huge. And I feel like there was something else that I played in there as well. But every month had a Game Pass game, I think. So yeah, you have the the first party stuff, but every month had a Game Pass game. Yeah. Basically since like July, and it was just one of those like this is a ridiculous run yeah. that they had. Like Psycho. Would you like Back for Blood or not? Or Psychonauts, like definitely. Yeah, like all, July all those... I think was Microsoft Flight Simulator and Ascent. Um people were hyped for, but ultimately yeah. disappointed by. And then all of those were, were, you know, games that, like, you know, if you had the service, why wouldn't you try them? You know, oh, give, totally. Give, give them a shot. Like, that. that that's the, mm-hmm. like, give them a shot, see if you like them. If not, hey, no big deal. The yep. Gunk. Give the Gunk the a gunk. shot. The Gunk. Great name for a game. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, uh, I think that, you know, congratulations to Xbox for 20 years. Yep. You know, it, it's, Amazing. Been, it's been a great run. You know, there's been some real ups and downs, but overall, I've appreciated the console. Um, you know, bravo. Golf clap. 20 <laughs> more. 20 more. Brute Force 2, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Crimson Skies 2. Sure. To start pulling out original Xbox IPs. I just want another Jade Empire. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> why not? PGR 5 and Mech Assault 3? You know, they could get a Mech Assault going. Oh, dude, that would be Mech so Mech Warrior hype. 5 is on Game Pass, you guys. Check oh, that's Mech right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, oh, sorry, Aaron, go ahead. I was going to say, do, do they allow mods through, like, download on Game Pass? I think they do. They, they do for Halo. So, I mean, I'm not uh, So, I, I hear the way to play uh, Mech Warrior 5 is, uh, or Mech Assault, whatever it is, Armored Core, whatever it is. Anyway. Ooh, Armored Core, nice. Chrome Hounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those mech games on there. Like it, it's only good if you're able to mod it, and thankfully, like you can get it through Game Pass and then mod it. Remember, uh, I remember going to my, nice. I remember going to my first packs and saying Hawkin everywhere. Hawkin. Oh my god. Hawkin. Yeah. Uh, oh lord. Two packs in a row of that and Firefall. <laughs> Every oh, Firefall. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So. All right, well, uh, normally we do news and what we've been playing, but we'll uh, save that for next week. We've already run a bit long. Uh, yep. So, hey, everyone who's listened to this, this is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Do us do us a solid and go there and watch that sub, review, uh, follow, whatever each of the service says to do. Uh, also, <laughs> hit all of our buttons. Yes, hit all of them. And uh, also, hey, uh, Emily is rocking it with timestamps. So later in the week, this will be up on YouTube with timestamps. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to know about specific parts, good job yep. to Em. Good job. Thank you. And we're on YouTube. We're going to be on YouTube now. So enjoy that. And we got our normal stream on Thursday for co-op stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Sean, I want to thank you for coming on, dude. Thank you so uh, much. This is fun. Yes, you and your wealth of knowledge. Uh, I can't wait to have you back again some other time. Thanks, man. This was like this was a topic I was so excited to jump in and, and chat about, obviously. Like every single we literally could have done every year 
you know, like there's something yep. notable to talk about, but you guys are a blast to chat with and just love going down, uh, taking a trip down memory lane. Xbox is really special to me since the very beginning. So, and I haven't had a chance to do this on any of the other content that I make. So I appreciate the the chance to chat about it with you guys. Yeah. You know, I, I always kind of know you as like the Xbox guy, like one of my Xbox guys. So whenever <laughs> we're doing like xbox content i always make sure Thanks, to man sure to tag you out always be Thanks sure all the amiibo behind me very confusing but yeah totally <laughs> yeah <adjusted. right>. yes <laughs> I, I if i turn here you can see all of my console boxes exactly like that's just and i'm like with everybody's i, I kind of stopped doing this weird thing where i'm like you know, I I like talking about PlayStation as well, and I almost had to like convince people. I'm like, I had a lot of PS4s. Like, I started with PS4. I had all the like, yep. how many controllers do I need to buy to convince people that I <laughs> I can talk about other things other than Xbox? That, it's just right. The way things work out sometimes. Hey man, yeah. well, I mean, you know, whenever we do a PlayStation anniversary, maybe we'll have you on there too. <laughs> I got that. I've got that secret. Like, you know, where's your Vita? You know what I mean? Like, are you a true yeah. PlayStation fan? Like, where's your Vita? That's uh, would the, you like me to go get fan. my launch box Wait, from the that other is for room? another show? Exactly. <laughs> oh my exactly. God. Let's not talk about the Vita. We got another two hours of podcast ahead of us if we do that. The thing is, it's all nonsense, anyways. People can be fans of like whatever they want to be fans yeah. of, and that's that's the best part because we all start somewhere. That's mm-hmm. the one thing that I will say about video games, and I'm kind of doing the same thing with comics right now. You have that entry point where you don't know anything. You don't know anybody. You just know that you like it and it's cool. And that is such a special time. As time goes on, you get to look back on that. Like, I was just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and I just wanted to experience the thing. <laughs> Welcome everybody on in, man. It's super cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, th- once again, Sean, thank you for being on. Uh, Aaron, Jesse, Emily, and I will be back next week as always. Go and check we- out Sean Capri. Yes, go check go out the first. Xbox Drive. <laughs> And the other Drive podcasts. Uh, Yes. We love you. Goodbye. Love you guys. See ya.